But you know what? I and Nico said it perfectly in the chat. He he said that it gave us a lot of memes. Literally, like I, it's to this day. Like I remember the pizza. The, well, pizza time was in the second one. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, but pizza time. The the dancing. The the the, the 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 the. I think my favorite one was the one where Captain Marvel comes down in Endgame and goes, "Hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me?" And it's like, "You'll get your right when you fix this damn door." <laughs> 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 We are live with another episode of The Keeg Live. Today, we are talking about Spider-Man. But you're like, did a Spider-Man movie just came out? No, nah, we're talking about all things Spider-Man. We're talking about spider <laughs> You, I don't, okay, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to what Trevor is doing in a second. Yeah. Don't worry, why you going to say my name? That's right yeah, out of the box. Like, what are you talking okay. about? Jeez Uh-oh, I'm sorry. Louise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You work for um, J. to Jameson? <laughs> no, you uh, do that. <laughs> If you are watching us live, you are watching us on one of our many streaming platforms. Today, we're streaming to YouTube, Twitch, and our number one platform, Volume.com. It's a new streaming platform based around musicians, performers, singers, niche geek shows. That's what we are. We are here. We love them. They love us. Everything's going good. Nico Skywalker is in the comments. What's up, Nico? We grab the chat from volume.com. So uh, keep that in mind. We, we would love to hear your guys' thoughts. So um, sometimes it's best to watch the live stream live. But if you're not watching live stream live, then you're listening to it uh, uh, on our podcast, which is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. So there's many ways that you can be digesting the key live. Uh, but today's episode, we're talking about Spider-Man, all things Spider-Man, our experiences with Spider-Man, our love of Spider-Man, movies, cartoons, uh, uh, characters, whatnot. Uh, I can't do it alone. Did I mention that I'm the host, Dimitri Pereira? I don't know if I mentioned that yet, but uh, I am the host, Dimitri Pereira. I can't do it alone. So I've brought two, um, dare I say, amazing Spider-Man oh. fans uh, to, to join with us. Spectacular. I'm sorry. I, I prefer you? a friendly okay. neighborhood. <laughs> okay, so uh, let me let me introduce our spectacular guest for today. Uh, you may know him from TikTok. You may know him from... Uh, Kim Possible. Uh, <laughs> uh, his name is Ben Schubert, a.k.a. Shuby Dubert. Ben, how you doing today? I am doing great, and I appreciate the Ron Stoppable reference. I also get Billy Zapka as well. So I'm, yeah. I'm from Cobra Kai. I see it. Um, I see I'm, it. I'm married to Kim Possible. And, uh, but uh, I'm sorry, Kim Stoppable now. But uh, no, no, she would not. <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh, you would. Yeah, you would be Ron yeah, Possible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you would be Ron. You would be Ron Possible, uh, stoppable, and she would just be Kim Possible, and that's fine. And that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, um, uh, <laughs> Ben. For those who are listening, today? I look like Ron Stoppable, and I kind of sound like him too. But you could, you could hear that part. So. Yeah, and as long as we don't see his naked mole rat, uh, I, I don't want to get kicked oh, off actually. of Twitch. And <laughs> uh, Ben, it's good to have you. I love the background. For those of you listening to the podcast but not watching the live stream, uh, he has like a Spider-Verse looking background with the webs and the different parts of the webs as different universes. Uh, it looks pretty snazzy and you should be paying attention to the live stream. But either way, however you're digesting us, 
Thank you so much for digesting yes. us. And unfortunately, and Sponge Cake Spider-Man is not on there. So who's Sponge Cake Spider-Man? He's a Spider-Man from the universe where he doesn't use his powers. Hostess and the ho- yeah, the hostess. And and basically, he doesn't use his powers at all. He just gives the villain sponge cakes or Twinkies, and he says, "Don't do crime." And I mean, uh, that's fair. That's he fair. died in the first yeah. issue of Spider-Verse. Morlin yeah. murders him. Morlin, <laughs> uh, he just like snapped yeah. his neck, just dead. I was just like, oh, Mor- I mean, yeah, Morlin kills a lot of people in that first Spider-Verse thing. Uh, uh, we'll get to we'll get to Spider Verse. Uh, no, he doesn't and, kill Leopardon. <laughs> but there's someone else uh, here. <laughs> why do you call him Leopardon? It's Leopardon. I was I heard Leopardon. Leopardon. Did you do you? But like Leopardon sounds like Leopardon. Leopardon. That's sounds, a name Le- of a person. Leopardon <laughs> sounds like more like a like an Asian pronunciation than Leopardon. Like Leopardon sounds like a Western pronunciation. Like I feel like Leopardon is <laughs> more of an Eastern. Leo Pardon sounds like like the guy at the deli. Like, li- hey, it's Leo. Hey, have a no, what's up? Slice of- hey, Leo. Yeah, hey. Leo hey, Pardon here. Leo Pardon here. I want a slice of elephant, please. Please. Yes. Uh, please and thank that's you. Like, <laughs> that's like uh, you know Alex uh, Alex Trebek, the host of Geo Party. You know. <laughs> Uh, hey, Leo, so, pardon, uh, you know, uh, pardon me. Oh, for anyone out there in the comments, I know we got Nico. Uh, Dave F has joined the crowd. Yeah, I don't Nico. know uh, uh, if you guys have any any love of Spider-Man, but I'd love to hear your love of Spider-Man. But oh, let me introduce. Uh, uh, we got we got writer slash geek slash uh, frequent member of Comic Talk. In fact, both Ben and Trevor are frequent members of Comic Talk. We got Trevor Reese, everybody. You Woo! didn't know who he was because he had a Spider-Man mask on. Yeah. But now, it looks it's like technically a... a uh, Spider-Man. Now the world is identity right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Trevor, how you doing today? Doing good. How are you guys doing? Um, ready to talk. As you can see, I have my Spider-Man corner. This is... Uh, well, hold on. I have to move. Because I also have... A Japanese Spider-Man comic, actually in Japanese. Ooh, that is dope. Okay. Yeah, that is yeah, so dude. cool. It's like straight up, like it's yeah. It's you can see, it's like straight I, up. I don't know why I didn't oh, introduce so cool. you guys like earlier. Yeah. yeah, this but is like ben full would on. Definitely love Trevor's shit because Trevor has <laughs> a lot of random shit. Well, I got this from the comic book store I worked at, um, mm. like fifteen years ago. Damn, it's crazy to think that it was that long ago. Um, but when we, uh, I think I confessed this crime uh, on your show before, but like I basically like when we were closing, I did not like the guy who bought out our inventory. Guy sucks. Uh, he's still in business and in, in like the role playing and uh, like a role playing comic store. But uh, he bought us out when we like the owner like was just like I'm out, I'm out. I'm, we're gonna just sell our stock. We got an offer. We're gonna buy, have a buyout. And I just took like I I probably committed grand theft like the amount of comic books that I just jacked from that place, like I because we had like we had like between like the workers and everything we kind of had like a little bit yeah. of like a library system of like hey if you want to read an arc take it home and then come back with it and we'll still sell right, it like right. yeah and be careful on everything because like we could read comic books at the store so. Yeah, right. you can take a couple. What's but the like, difference I, there? I had probably like a, a long box full of comic, like single issues, 
already out in my house, like out the door, and then proceeded to take like so many graphic novels. My copy of uh, Dark Knight Returns has one of my favorite introductions from an author. It's Alan Moore does the introduction to it. Um, and like, I snagged that from that place. I have a ton <laughs> of stuff. Um, yeah, this is my, uh, my Spider-Man corner. Death of Spider-Man, yeah. two oh. sad uh, Spider-Man art pieces, and then Amazing oh. Spider-Man volume two, number 24, a crossover with maximum security, the big event of the day. Um, it was basically what like a forgettable event. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even. I, I, even, I, even I know it. I haven't even read Maximum Security. I didn't know what it was about. But it's basically like all the villains break out, and he has to go to the raft, right? No, 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 no. This was Maximum Security. Was like an alien. It was an extraterrestrial thing. It was an alien. Where basically all the other alien planets. I forget if it was an organization or something. Closed the border on Earth. So like Earth became like hermetically sealed. So like. You're not getting out of here. All the aliens that are still there and the beings that have the ability to travel, you can't leave either. Like, it was like the galaxy put Earth on lockdown. Yeah. And basically every title had to deal with some sort of alien threat. And Spider-Man's dealing with this. It's like, so this is, <laughs> I, I have this framed, not because it's a good comic book, because this was like the first comic book. Like, this was what started my fandom was this book. Really? Okay. Yeah. So Spider Man was what started my fandom. Like I, I have this wasn't like first first comic. Technically, my first comic was uh, Sonic the Hedgehog number twenty five, in which he mm -hmm. battles Metal Sonic. But yeah, this is my uh, fandom. But it's like issue twenty four, and it's like the culmination. We're like six issues away from Straczynski starting. So six issues away from like Moreland and all that cool stuff, before uh -huh. Straczynski's run falls apart. But it's like the culmination of like. 24 issues of storyline plus a tie-in and it's just like yeah. how the hell did i understand anything happening well trevor and i have a question for you sure the, the the real question is do you have this in your collection the the book with spider-man's web shooter and not these ones wait is that wait. Oh. the death wait, of what? it was in the other the other there, there's like a one panel where you can see part of his web shooter, and it got uh, back, back issued. Oh, you're talking oh. about his web shooter? Yeah, his his web shooter, not these web shooters. The, <laughs> the other web no, I don't, I don't have that. Oh man, that's a funny thing. Book. One thing I meant that, to, oh. I, I meant I to take Spider-Man Rain or something like that. Oh, oh, oh the day, uh, it's not Dale Keon, or it might be. Yeah, like it's the, the, what, the, it's the, like the, the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Returns, Returns of Spider-Man. Yes, yes, where it's, it's revealed like that. that. No, I don't have that. I read it. It's so, so probably, bad. I don't think I, I so noticed bad. it at the time, but I definitely read that. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, it's, like it, it's bad. Yeah. I'm not saying don't read it, but like know that it's I am. bad and depressing and it. like okay. Um, it's weird. It's I want to have in your collection. That reminds me of of that you know that that Batman one that had the you know the little uh, little damn the little, dick, the little the Dick Grayson you know what I mean hey, no no I call uh, the I call it Bruce Wang Bruce Wang okay yeah 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 uh, uh, Bruce Wang you know uh, uh, that got taken off shelves but uh, I wanna I wanna I wanna get back on track with Spider Man and this episode's all about our love of Spider Man right 
Like, yeah. like I love Spider-Man, you love Spider-Man, most people love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is one of those, like, uh, uh, he's one of the special superheroes that kind of transcends uh, a lot, right? Uh, a, a lot of demographics. Um, I want to know, though, your guys' early ex- earliest experiences with Spider-Man. Because uh, I think it's really important uh, to get, like, kids into comic books and these characters at a very young age. And Spider-Man is one of those characters that gets thrown at you really young. The Punisher? No. But, like, <laughs> Spider-Man? Yeah. Like, every three-year-old will know Spider-Man from something. Because there will always be some sort of three-year-old related Spider-Man thing out there. Uh, there's coming out, and there's a new comic, or not a new comic, new cartoon. Like, it's a little chibi-looking thing. Where like Spider Man and his Amazing Friends cartoon is coming out, you know what I'm talking about? Where they're yeah, all, it's already they're out. all like it's baby. Already okay, yeah, they're looking like babies, right? They they're kind yeah. of baby looking chibi characters. Um, but but uh, I'm gonna start with Trevor because Trevor is older than Ben, so we can go back a little further and then we'll go Ben. <laughs> okay, uh, Trevor, what, what were your first? Right. I'm just gonna put it. Uh, yeah, uh, Tre- Tre- Trevor, uh, uh, well, because I feel like Trevor and I are like similar ages, and so uh, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm exactly interested. Yeah. Trevor, what's your what's your experience with Spider-Man, like your first experience or your first couple um, or whatever? I, like like I said, so the, I consider this like my first comic, and this would have come out 2000, uh, so okay. I would have been uh, in junior high, either tail end of seventh grade or the start of eighth grade um but like you didn't watch the spider-man cartoons no but that's what i was saying but that's what i was gonna say it's, so it's like i didn't really huh. like become like a spider-man comic reader till then but like i knew oh, right. spider-man way before that so yeah like the right. 90s cartoon was probably my first experience with it and i oh, remember yeah. like i also had like like we've said on the podcast before uh my parents owned franchised a couple of mcdonald's and that's the, right the 90s cartoon had a uh, a uh, 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 Happy Meal uh, Dude, line with the Spider the, Slayers or whatever, right? Yeah. No, or did oh, no, no, I don't no. know if they had the Spider yeah, Slayers. They were, they I, were the little the characters were in the cars that were the Spider Slayers or whatever, and then then their legs moved. Oh My no, I had those. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I, what I'm thinking of is they had like little action figures of like because I had like a little Spider Man action figure like an actual like like gi joe size one yeah and then there was a um another one that was peter parker with the half spider face okay yeah which i that is i think that's the i want to really that's some cosplay i really want to do is mm-hmm. had that spider sense john ramita uh spider-man like, um like, like 3d like actually like an into the spider verse yeah have, like little lines coming yeah, out yeah it has some little lines on the side yeah, basically did, like, like have like, like a half a mask headbank. That's yeah. actually not a bad idea. Because, um, yeah, it seems like so. And then I just wear, like, you know, one of those, like, s- s- timeless 50s jacket that uh, Ramita always put him in. Um, yeah. That's, I think, why the 90s cartoon is, like, I would say, biasly, that it's the, be- it's the best one to introduce you to Spider-Man. Um, oh, yeah. I know that's the one that I grew up with. But it is, like, a more modern take. It gets dark and takes itself seriously. But it's because it, the the uh, the foundation of the character design is Ramita. Like it's Ramita. It's the the yeah. it's the newspaper comic depiction of Spider-Man, and not a John Ramita Jr. or a Mark Bagley. Who, Mark Bagley and John Ramita, those these are my two guys who draw Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But there's like 
as amazing as they are, there's just something about even more than Ditko. Ditko, I like his stuff, but like for me, Ramita's when it clicks. Like okay. Ditko build it. Like Ditko laid the foundation. You can't like Ditko way more than Stanley created that. Like right. made yes. that character what it was. Um, right. Yeah, that the, the creation of Spider Man is a whole mess because Jack Kirby wants to get on it too because him and Joe Simon had a character. Yeah. And he drew the cover, like Jack Kirby drew the cover, but like it does, like Ramita's when it popped. Like Ramita okay. is, I think, like that's Spider Man, like that sort of because because Spider Man is more than anything a it it is more a, it it owes more to the teen romance books than superhero books because it breaks the mold of superhero books because it's the the, the who would be the sidekick in a DC book becomes the main hero in a Marvel book. And so Spider-Man yeah. like really doesn't copy a lot of books. But what it does copy are the teen romance books and the soap opera stuff. Right. And then that right. leads that's what to X-Men. Yeah. People loved that. Like people, I mean, people still to this, you know, obviously to this day, like Peter Parker, yeah. MJ, Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Like who's dating who? We want to know. Ditch. Black Cat. Yeah. 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 Black Cat. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's something but also like I will say all that said, uh my, one of my first comic book reading experiences besides all the ones I mentioned was like it was <laughs> a random in the middle of the clone uh saga Ben Riley's still Scarlet Spider and it was like an issue of him. And so it like opens yeah. up with him like being like held captive in that I love the Scarlet the original Scarlet Spider suit. Um yeah. like yeah, I, that I don't know where yeah, I was going with that, but um, I wanted to add my experiences because it's around the same time, right? Obviously, like like Spider Man, the cartoon, such a big thing for like getting the masses on board to Spider Man. Before that, like like the Incredible Hulk had a live action show. Spider Man had a live action show. Did he have an American one or just was it just? A no, yeah, yeah. He had like a TV special, okay. like a TV okay, like in the seventies. Yeah. Okay. But like, it was not exactly that. Yeah. Wasn't what got people into Spider Man, right? Like, oh no, it like, sucked. And the kid from a uh, um, what was it? Uh, Sound of Music. So you know, you can okay. have mom watch it because the kid from Sound of Music is Spider Man. Okay, that's weird, but all right. Uh, but basically, like the cartoon comes out, right? These '90s cartoons come out for every superhero and gets all these kids on board to who these characters are, because that's the thing you got to teach the kids who these characters are. But more, even more so than the '90s cartoons, like I, yeah, I'm watching it. That's my number one for Spider-Man. That's how I got into it. Like the cartoons are leading you to comics. The comics aren't leading you to cartoons. Nowadays, the comics aren't leading you to movies. The movies are leading you to the comics, right? Yeah. And so, like, that's what people have to realize is that comics, the comic industry is a continuation of your love of other things nowadays, right? Um, but, like, kids, there was merchandising for everything. I remember when I was a kid, kids used to bring their Spider-Man toys to daycare, and then, like, we would all, like, I, I knew that there was the stackable Spider-Slayer, like, robots yeah. from the cartoons. Like I had that. I remember... So yeah, I, I did not. I, I didn't have that. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, it was very specific on when I got to buy a new toy 
and I had to pick something within a price range. And that was, those were like, I never owned a Megazord because of it, because uh, Megazords and those stackable robots are well, too expensive. They're way too expensive. Yeah. We, we can get into Japanese Spider-Man, but like you, you mentioned the Megazord, Spider-Man's also responsible for Power Rangers, for Super Sentai. Part of like, Super Sentai was, yeah. Yeah, like they, yeah. The, Spider-Man was the first show that laid down that foundation because the first two uh, Super Sentai seasons didn't have that, and they predated oh. it. Because, um, yeah, Super Sentai was a little bit different, and then Spider-Man came in with uh, Leopardon. Yeah. Don't believe Le- that's a Hey, bad, Leopardon that's, here. Leopardon. Leopardon. Hey, Leopardon. Um, but yeah, like they're, they're responsible for power and Spider-Man's responsible for Power Rangers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Superhero mythos, the mythos of just like a man bigger than himself is, is something that like we all share from like, we can say that manga started off as manga, but like, like we're, it's, it's a lot of influences all around, right? From Marvel to DC, from DC to Marvel, from American comics to Japanese comics, a lot from Japanese to here, right? There's so many, so many influences here. Um, what I was going to say is stackable spider slayers, uh, trading cards were huge in the 90s. And that's how you got introduced to characters you never knew. Because a random character like Rocket Racer would be like, I got this Rocket Racer card. And like, who's Rocket Racer? Maybe there's a little blurb on the back. You learn a little bit more. This is pre-internet, right? Like pre-internet, especially the way you can't look up these things. You can't be like, who is Rocket Racer in your computer and find out. So you'd have like, maybe there might be a like a manual or a guide that you could buy that has like Spider-Man characters in it. I have DK encyclopedias. That's what I was going to say. I got, I got the Spider-Man one for that. And the X-Men yeah, one. I have the Spider-Man <laughs> one for that. The X-Men. I got one for Batman's. I can look, I'm looking at it right now. The DK encyclopedias for Batman, Superman, justice league, X-Men and Spider-Man. Those wow. like, I got those. Fu- cause that's how you, cause you could turn to a page and you get this whole art and it would inspire my art. And I would learn a little blurb about who Rocket Racer is. Just a little Will of the Wisp. I've never yeah. seen anything with Will of the Wisp in it, but I could draw him right now because really? he has a very small blurb, very small blurb in that Spider-Man encyclopedia. So it's all these like peripheral stuff that gets these kids interested in it, which again, Marvel is hitting out of the park when you talk about merchandising because they got Disney money, but DC <laughs> is not D- like kids don't know who Martian Manhunter is and they do not care. But like, like, but like we know Groot and Rocket Raccoon and we know random ass characters. Marvel has that, you know? So anyway, that was my that was my introduction to to Spider Man is obviously the cartoons, but also those like the merchandising stuff. I never knew who Silver Surfer was until a kid brought one of those bigs, uh, the big is- figures, uh, and it had a board that would attach the to the figure uh, to the to the to yeah. the feet, and like he brought that to daycare, and I'm like, now I know who Silver Surfer is. I know him. I can kind of put two two together. Kids are like that. Like they got to see it. They got to feel it. They got to watch it. To like really love something, but right. uh, that's my experiences. I want to know Ben's. I want to know Ben's. <laughs> you want to know the little kids, the kids' uh, way of introduction? <laughs> well, right. here, here's the thing, Ben. Are you Gen Z or are you a millennial? I'm like right on the border of both. I okay, was born see, in 1998. Yeah, see, that's a whole different generation. That's a yeah. whole. Trevor, I'm life. sorry if I made you feel old there. No, uh, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, you're making me okay. Feel so old, when yeah. I was, five I was, years I was only old, Toby McGuire came out as Spider Man, and uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I saw that as a freshman in high school. Yeah. I saw that. I was in I was in junior high. Uh, I, I one time said that to my uh, yeah. old boss when I worked at a comic book store. My, I said that to my old boss. He was like, that was when I was first deployed. I was <laughs> so mad. But uh, yeah, I, I was in 2002. I was four years old. So um, that was kind of my first introduction. And then Neil Patrick Harris came out as uh, MTV. In, yeah. Yeah. In Spider Man on his show. And yeah. I watched that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, it, and, you know, I rewatched it. My sister rewatched it. And she told me, she was like, that show was so weird. Like, it was so sexualized. Was <laughs> it? My sister said that there was a lot of sexual themes. Well, the it's it's empty. And, and my sister, and she literally goes to school for studying, you know, for mm. like sexual things is something she has to look into all the time because she's going to school to be a social worker. So this is stuff that she's oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so, if you were talking about anybody other than your sister, there's so many jokes. Like you, t- anyway, keep going, <laughs> keep going, keep yeah. going. I get it. Yeah. I, I got a sister. Sisters are off limits. Let's continue. <laughs> but yeah, she was telling me that. But yeah, well, I, I watched that show as a kid, and I, it, it explains a lot now. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but MTV yeah. Spider-Man! Ah. <laughs> right, Neil Patrick Harris as Spider-Man. Was, those were kind of my first introductions. And it, it, it's super cool to see, like, where, like, like, through the 90s show. Like, I remember watching, I've actually watched Spider-Man and his amazing friends, because my grandpa, he had oh. those on VHS. For when my when my dad and my and my when my uncle was really my dad wasn't really into that stuff my uncle was yeah. and so he I, I've seen the VHSs of the old Spider Man and his amazing friends as a little kid and yeah. obviously there is a bunch of TV shows like Ultimate Spider Man and so literally you got we got to thank the cartoons and the in the Tobey Maguire movies because to yeah. this day I consider Spider Man two to be one of my top superhero movies i mean the suicide squad obviously just topped it for me but um, uh, okay yeah I, I had a conversation saying that it might be uh, the, the suicide squad might be my favorite movie barring spider-man 2 spider-man yes, 2 is after the suicide squad it yeah. is spider-man 2 so you know toby mcguire and when people ask me who's my favorite spider-man i'm like dude it has to be toby mcguire because that's my really my only option because <laughs> that's what i that's what i grew up on that like I woke up one day and Tommy McGuire was a thing. My brother was in middle school at that time, so you know I, I watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I think I told you this on Comic Talk or something before, but like I could have lettered in track freshman year of high school, uh, yeah. and I ditched it because I wanted to go see Spider Man <clears throat> opening night. Like Spider-Man I had tickets and everything. You 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 did. You had the Peter Parker dilemma. It's like. Do I, I mean, with great power comes great responsibility and you have a responsibility to Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to follow you know? through with it. I can't, I can't. And actually, you first heard that night. line too, right? What? The, that's great when you first heard the great power is great responsibility, right, Trevor? Yeah. Oh yeah, the movie? <laughs> I mean, I knew it before, but like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm just like getting into the TED space of like how much, it's because of the reach of movies. It's the reach and the legitimacy. And I think the legitimacy of movies and TV affect the reach, obviously, right? Like, people, like, like movies are, like, considered the, like, ultimate zenith of, like, pop culture, right? Like, yes. 
it, they need to they need to uh, be a movie. Otherwise, like it's hard to reach that audience, but it's also hard to be considered legitimate. Like you want a cool character that you like from the comics to be in a movie in a TV show. I guess that's second best. Right. And then cartoons, third best. Right. But like, how do you reach the audience is like through that Tobey Maguire movie, that first Spider-Man movie. That's like I I, 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 I can't blame anyone if Tobey Maguire Spider-Man one was the first Spider-Man thing that they ever experienced. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I noticed that uh, Jay Stoops, she, uh, we, we, I'm sure we're all familiar with her. Uh, she made like a little poll. She was like, you know, I can tell the difference between a Marvel fan if they started on Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man or X-Men movies. And, and oh. I was like, and I was sitting myself, I was just like, and she, she went like in depth on what they were. And I was like, okay, one, you were right. I was a Spider-Man guy. Don't make me a statistic again. And <laughs> it's what I told her. And she, she thought it was funny. But uh, yeah, I, it's just crazy how you could either be introduced to some people both. But right, yeah, and it's obviously fantastic for yeah. some people. I mean, I was yeah, I was eating up X-Men, uh, the, the cartoons. And then I remember, like, I, I saw it. I saw it that, like, the end of its theatrical run when the X-Men movie came out, like school had already started. And then a kid at school was like, I got this X-Men ticket from X-Men Mutant Academy. Cause when you got the, when you got the PlayStation oh, yeah, game, the you got tickets. a free ticket. I and, remember they did that for Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. For the video game. Uh, and then, yeah. So he gave me the ticket cause I didn't see movie. I didn't see movies in the theaters back then. It was too expensive. And so, I had a free ticket and I told my dad. So my dad bought his ticket and I used my ticket and, and he took me and I don't think he understood any, anything like he's not a superhero fan, but like, he was like, he took me. And that's like, one of my memories is like, yeah. I went to see X-Men in theaters. Oh, and I was blown away. I was like, this is my favorite. Always great. With that, this is not an X-Men episode, Ben. This is not an X-Men episode. This is a Spider-Man You're episode. You're the one that turned it. You're the I one that it. is like, you know I what? T- Let's take a moment for me to share. He's the host. Impactful so memories fault. X-Men <laughs> had on me. No, but that was the floodgates though, right? Like X-Men right. comes out and then they're like, Spider-Man comes out the year after. And I still remember the Twin Towers trailer where yes. they, where he spins the web between the Twin Towers yeah. and they took that down, uh, the trailer, uh, because, you know, of obviously 9-11. I remember that trailer. I was four years old and I was going to see a movie with my dad and my brother. And I remember when that, when we first saw that trailer, the bank robbery and then the spy. And when that first happened, because this was really the first time it was like on the big screen. And I, my four year old brain remembers this. I remember a guy in the back saying, Holy, they're doing Spider Man. And he was like, (laughs) like so excited, you know? Yeah. Oh That's man, awesome. movie trailers, like, movie like, trailers get people here, excited. <laughs> uh, I mean, that also reminds me of, and on the opposite flip, that got people excited for Spider-Man. There was a movie trailer when they were, when they were like something, something heroes, something, something saving, you know, solving crimes. And then you see a shadow of like, of this, this Batman oh, silhouette. Batman. And then it turns out, no, it turns out it was Scooby-Doo. It like yeah, it like well, fakes him out. Yeah. And I, he was always been good as, at making fun of stuff like that. Yeah, but I as a kid, I was like, a new Batman movie. And then it was like, oh, it's Scooby Doo. I'm Scooby Doo. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. 
so Batman rope. <laughs> rolling the rug out of you. Uh, anyway, that was my Scooby Doo. Anyway, Scooby. Anyway, okay, that's not here. Right, uh, I couldn't get into the voice, but yeah, I wanted Scooby to say, oh, "Swear to me." Like, this is my fault. I'll, I'll take credit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. R whole R thing that Scooby Doo does has. I don't. It's it's sometimes hard to understand. Anyway, let's talk. Let's talk. Tobey Maguire Spider Man movie. That movie comes out in two thousand and two, and I'm in eighth grade at the time yes i'm in eighth grade it it is it is it is blowing (laughs) like it is so popular people are seeing it opening weekend i saw it opening weekend i saw it again with my cousins when they came into town like like a week or two after that um and like everybody's talking about it this is the same year that like the first harry potter comes out like 2002 is a big year for like franchise for franchise movies, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I want to I want to hear Trevor. Trevor, did you see it in theaters? You you yeah. said you did. You said uh, yeah. Day? My whole I saw it opening day in theaters. Uh, like the late night showing. Like I said, like it, yeah, I think it was nine o'clock because I would have had my track meet. Um, it might have even been for the midnight showing on Thursday. I um. No, no, it couldn't have been because I, there's no way my mom would have let me if I couldn't drive yet. Um, okay. Because it's it supposed to like, not that she would let me. She's like, I'm not coming back at two in the morning to pick you up. And I'm, <laughs> so, um, yeah, we saw it. And I remember like being in line, like I can still picture being in line in our movie theater, like waiting to go see it in like the big theater of the, like, it, was, it was the Broadway Cinema 8. And this was the number one uh, theater, like, the big Wait, one where where is this? Was up in Eureka. But uh yeah, like you know, like movie theaters, I don't know if they do it nowadays, but like they have like they have like the opening night screen where it's like the big screen and every other screen and the theater is a little bit smaller. Um now it's and, different. It might be different now. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's more uniform uh, across yeah. across places. Like it's just like also, all yeah, movie going culture is different now. Yeah, very like, much so. You used to have to stand in line. I don't know if Ben knows this. You used to have to stand in line, wait for the midnight showing. I li- uh, I used to li- uh, I used to live overseas, and that was how the old uh, the movie theater there. They only had one oh. big movie screen, and they will only show one movie at a time. Yeah. So I, I do remember well, now- waiting waiting in line and doing that. Reserved oh. seating has killed waiting in line. Oh yeah, yeah but I'm, I like, love but, it. I love it too. But but yeah, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah. As long as like, if you don't jump on pre-sale tickets, then at least what you could do is get there super early and mitigate that. So it's like, oh, I didn't get my tickets earlier, but I'll just get there physically earlier and beat everyone else. Um, no, just get your ticket. Just but, get your tickets early, man. Like I don't know what to say. I'm happy with the way. I'm happy with the way it is right now. <laughs> no, but like, um, I got no complaints with reserve seating. I get the tickets that I need to do. I got AMC A list. The show is not brought to you by AMC A list, <laughs> but I would like to. If you have an AMC near you, I would recommend AMC A list. You get to see up to three movies a week, and it's only oh. like twenty bucks a month. And IMAX included, like, there's no upcharge for IMAX and Dolby and stuff. So, like, you, I mean, 
I, I, are I'm they a sponsor? A now. <laughs> What's that? They're not are a sponsor. A... I would love, I would love to get sponsored. Uh, see, I'm I a huge AMP out. like that, but I, I don't see movies that often. Like, I, I mean, I love watching movies. Like, I have HBO Max, and I, I'm a huge yeah. movie buff, you know? Yeah. And I, I literally, my Tinder bio is, I'm on a mission to watch every movie ever, any recommendations. Swipe right. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, so, like, well, I'm a huge movie buff. But, like, yeah. AMC, I tried that, and I was just like, that. they, they promote themselves a lot in their theaters. And I was just ah. What's wrong with that? Like, it's, like, more than, than they should. Like, I got the message, you know? Are you All saying right, they're promoting it, AMC it, it was just a little We can go on okay. to All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do remember, though, back in the day, there was a culture of, like, certain people who were willing to stand in line are the true fans, or quote-unquote. Now, yeah. I don't subscribe to true fans, not true fans, but I'm just saying that the people willing to wait five hours in line to see to see a Spider-Man movie or whatever, like, a lot of that, like, sometimes people will dress up, and, like, everybody's hanging out and, like, eating fast food in line as you sit against the wall, because the lines would wrap around the wall. You know what I mean? Well, you have like, to remember... Like, yeah, well, like, what the the contribution Spider Man has to the the to the blockbuster era is the crazy, insane opening weekend. That was the first yeah. time, like, the hundred million dollar weekend. Like, that was Spider Man, and that was like the, the like the thing that yeah. blew everyone's mind. Um, yeah. But like Star Wars, like, I mean, we already had Phantom Menace, and maybe even Clone Wars would have been the same summer. It was probably coming out like. I think uh, July, or maybe I, yeah, even I think at Clone the end Wars of that. Yeah, I think Clone Wars was 2002, yeah. Yeah, so Spider-Man opened, like... Or Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. So, I mean, yeah. If it was going against Phantom... 2002, yeah. Yeah. So we'd already been burned by Phantom Menace. But yeah, but, like, three years prior, people were already, like, Phantom Menace, and then the special editions before that. So, like, the Star Wars, like, had reprimed us um, to kind of get back into it. But like what I remember, like like I said, like I started reading in eighth grade, and Spider Man came out when I was in ninth grade. So I I had been like fandom for like a year. So Spider Man yeah. was like the first movie. Like I was reading like Wizard magazine, uh, reading all the books, and so that Spider Man was like the first, my first experience in like the nerd culture hype train. That like uh -huh. I feel like we're living in twenty four seven now because of Marvel and like their constant MCU updates and all their content. But like. Spider-Man was the first time I got to, like, read the issue where it's just like, our team is all on the Sam Raimi set, and we got behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, and, yeah, like, there, there's, like, there's still a... I don't like the costume as time goes on, especially post-MCU Tom, Hol Tom Holland uh, yeah. costume. Um, but, like, there is something about it, like... That that costume just has this iconic feel to it. Yeah. Um, um more so than stupid Andrew Garfield's two Spider-Man costumes. I like I like Amazing Spider-Man 2's costume. Yeah, I do too. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, I hear you, but it's because it's it, it, some people like it, some people don't. It's because it, it, it's special because it's the first time we got to see the real big eyes. We got to see the Mark Bagley eyes. Right. Yeah. Mark Bagley eyes. That's yeah. probably what it was. But but it's all, but it's still, but I love, again, like to, uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man does it even better because we get the articulation of the eyes yeah. and we get to actually feel like the like, like, yeah. like what's going oh, on? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, by the way, I was just I just looked up what movies came out in 2002. Oh my god, there were so many movies that came out in 2002 that like the first Scooby Doo movie, Ice Age, uh, Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets, which is weird. Harry Potter number one came out in 2001, then 2002, and then Harry Potter three came out in 2004, but then the next one 2005. Like it was only a year in between Harry Potter movies for, for every two. They came out in like twos. Well, probably what that was was uh, Chris Columbus did the first two, and so he yeah. probably they probably just like he just powered through in it. a rotation, like like basically treated it like a TV show more than anything, I'd right. imagine. Um, but right. then you have I forget who uh, directed Azkaban, but that was a very different uh, direction. Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, and then four was the, was that the I, I don't know at that point. I think but, four was yeah. like the start of like that was the they were the ones that finished the series. Like mm. maybe five cemented it, but I think four the Goblet of Fire was the one. So but that makes sense. But it's not like yeah. I don't know. It's funny, like because the original both Star Wars trilogy were three years apart, but then the sequel trilogy was two years apart and the sequel trilogy sucked even more so than the prequels. It's like, there's little Mm. weird, like things like that. Like, Oh, well they took two years and that's why Azkaban is this like the first Harry Potter film chamber of secrets and, and, Mm. uh, uh, Sorcerer's Stone are movies and Mm. Azkaban is a film. (laughs) Okay. All right, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Marvel movies aren't cinema. I love, I love the meme that I, I just post every so often. It's that meme of like, like, uh, 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 what's it, Michael? Uh, it was, it was like a Arrested Development, Marvel, and Martin Scorsese crossover meme. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, definitely check it out. Um, imagine what that'd be like. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll post. I'll post it again. Uh, it's it's always so good. Um, so basically, uh, uh, Spider-Man One comes out two thousand and two. Spider-Man Two comes out what? When I'm in high school, I know that. That's like two thousand and four. Yeah, I think it's two thousand and then two thousand and six, and it's so it's a two thousand two, two thousand four, two thousand six for one, yeah. two, and three. Yeah, three does so badly. Eight. Yeah, three, three does okay. so badly in theaters. I liked it when I saw it, but then I was like, okay, never mind. I actually have a little story about Spider-Man three in, in theaters. If you guys don't mind, throw it out there. Throw it out. Okay, there. when I went to go see it, I remember like this was back when I lived in Japan. So like, um, my my dad and I. So we it was that one theater that I was just talking about with only one screen and a bird flew in and throughout the entire movie he was trying to find his way and he kept trying to fly into the screen <laughs> oh shit and when spider-man was swinging around you could see the bird following spider-man and it was actually <laughs> kind of cool not gonna lie but and, and then when he was in that scene where he's eating the hot dog i saw the bird try to go for the hot dog it, it was it was like the bird was part of the movie he was just like i'm yeah. this, this is a theatrical this is this is a, a 4D experience for you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I but I remember like nobody said anything because we were all just enjoying it. <laughs> um, so that, that's like a core memory I have from that movie. And, and the fact and that then, my dad wouldn't stop singing raindrops uh when I, when that, my, my dad loves that song. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's too yeah. Dir- <laughs> it's like that same screening, director of 
uh, director of Birdman, Alejandro Gonzalez Inaritu, <laughs> is like, wait a minute, I have an idea about a movie. <laughs> Sam, anyway. it'll take ten now. years to, for my vision to come to uh, come to fruition. Bird, Spider Man, Bird, Spider Man. That Bird, was Walter. Oh, man. Michael Keaton. Okay, <laughs> this is all coming together. Batman, oh, Birdman, Vulture. Yeah, and then yeah. Batman again. And then yeah. Um. Uh. Did you did you guys like? Spider-Man three, I enjoyed it because I was an eight-year-old kid, and there was a there was a new Spider-Man suit, and yeah. uh, you know, and, and and now that I watch it now, I could still enjoy myself watching it. You know, like like just because a movie is terrible, doesn't mean I won't like it. You know, like Space Jam two is a perfect example. You know, but like like the movie's trash, but I I still enjoy it. And same goes for Spider-Man three. You know, uh, it, it's one of those things that you know when I watch it, I'm just like. You know, I really enjoy watching this. You know, I still do the dance. You know, like I, I do that I was doing last <laughs> night, actually. I, I did the I, clap, and, I, and I was like, da 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 da. You know, and it's probably one of my favorite memes of all time. You know, yeah. Of dancing. So, you know, like I, you can't hate on that. I love, uh, yeah, Bully McGuire clips are hilarious. <laughs> just, in your eye. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's a great, like, that's. Like Spider-Man Three still has heart. Like it's way more watchable than Amazing Spider-Man Two. Like it, it's it's such a more enjoyable train wreck. It just can't ever find its it just can't ever find its footing. Like it, it, what, what? it Spider-Man Three. It just has mm. too much going on that it it never exactly. No, it can't latch on to anything concrete to sort of get you on like i mean that was the studio if i'm yeah gonna... the studio screwed up spider-man 3 because studio, spider-man 2 if never got involved like they did with one and two it would have been great yeah venom. yeah and venom's awful in it the yeah. one good I, I did that on purpose yeah i i i appreciate the the casting of toby mcguire because of what venom is like okay the interpretation is a dark mirror peter parker so make eddie brock look a more dark mirror like <laughs> to toby mcguire like looks right. more like road less traveled peter parker than like tom hardy big bulking eddie right. brock um, i wanted i wanted roided out jacked jock eddie brock in well, Spider-Man they, they gave you the nerd nope. kid from that 70s show. <laughs> right. And I was like, I, I want, because that's the that's the Eddie Brock I remember from the cartoons, right? Yes. Is is he's just Going like, down. I'm so angry. He'd be like, I got yeah. I'm so angry. I, I lost my job. Let me bench press yeah. and like jump on my bench. And literally there would be a scene in the cartoon where he's like, ah, Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> As he's pumping iron, yeah. you know? He's de no, it de that's definitely the look. I can just, yeah, it's a, it's like the same way. Like, oh, okay, I see uh, Indiana Jones, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's later on in the timeline. It's the fifties, so they're going to emulate fifties um, se movie serials and sci-fi. Not yeah. good. That that thing's even more of a train wreck than Spider-Man Three. But it's just like, okay, I can appreciate why you made that choice. But yeah. I. Spider-Man 3, I feel, is half the best Raimi Spider-Man, half the absolute worst Raimi Spider-Man. And together right. they just come in to make this mess. It's like, I like yeah. 
the I I like evil Harry Osborne. I think James Franco plays him real creepy. I love what like, I like that, James Franco. That yeah. that little that little turn like I still love that little turn where uh Peter uh leaves the restaurant and uh he just turns around and he's just like I know I'm a little stinker, and then the bus comes by, and, and the bus and is gone. gone. Joke being that he's under the table, you know. Yeah. Is that is that Everybody the gif? The like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> is that the gif that people do for James Franco? The winking. Gym. Yeah, where he's kind of like looking over his shoulder and like a, like a hey, like yeah, that's yeah. that's from Spider Man Three. That's what yeah, I, that's when he's just God. like I told I just told my best friend that uh, I made out with his fiance. Yeah, because he killed. But then, but then, couple that with why in the did Sam Raimi give that actor who plays the butler that big scene? It was clear in Spider Man One that that guy couldn't handle that level of acting. You had two (laughs) more movies to see his work, and yet you still were like, you know what? This is the guy to deliver the emotional impact. The speech that will set Harry Osborne off the path of vengeance and back to reconciling with his best friend and becoming a good man. That's the guy you're going to, I cleaned his wounds. His glider killed him. It's like, (laughs) it reminds me of that scene from Wayne's World 2. Wayne's uh, going to get directions. They have this actor who's just like, Gordon Street. What's to a girl on Gordon? It's just like, we get a better actor and they bring in Charlton Heston to decide. Like, we would have noticed if you recast the butler from the first two films. Get him out of here. Yeah, or don't have him do the that. speech. Like, it's choices yeah. like that. Like, on top of the studio interference, he kind of goes, he goes up his butt a little bit. I think reactionary to the the studio involvement, Raimi doubles down on his stuff. He goes yeah. full Raimi. And mix with the studio, it just doesn't. It just doesn't coalesce to anything good. But it's got like a lot of fun moments. Like, um, I don't know. I get I could talk Spider Man three for the rest of the podcast. That we this yeah, could be no, a Spider Man no, no, no. three podcast. We're, we'll 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 get <laughs> off that unless Ben has thoughts. Yeah, about I, ben. I was gonna add one more thing. I was gonna say yeah. that like like everybody shits on that movie, but you know what? I and Nico said it perfectly in the chat. He he said that it gave us a lot of memes literally like i it's to this day like i remember the pizza the well, pizza time was in the second one but, <laughs> uh, but pizza time the the dancing the the the, the 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 i think my favorite one was the one where captain marvel comes down in endgame and goes hey peter parker you got something for me and it's like you'll get your right when you fix this damn door i love that one so it's just like Oh my god! All of these things are are just amazing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I think it was. I think it's because that movie was the perfect intersection of everybody thought it was going to be great, so everyone went and saw it, and then right. everybody disliked it, or yeah. for the yeah. most part. So like it. So everybody understands the references, and we can all make fun. Like I'm sure if you polled a hundred people and you're like, "What big blockbuster movie did you see that was that you hated?" Like Spider Man Three would rank up there. Yeah. There are worse movies, but not as many people have seen those worse movies. Exactly. I think no. the, the the Cardinal sin. A lot of cat memes out there. <laughs> yeah. Cats. 
the cardinal sin of Spider-Man Three is Sandman killing Uncle Ben. That should have yes. that should have been. Oh. You should, that was that, that was the should, original plan actually. But but was like, it? yeah. But like that's that's lame. I don't like it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think, like a big villain being responsible for your origin story. I don't like that. A lot of superhero movies used to do that. I don't like that. But oh, like, it, it, thought, it, oh, I thought you meant like the Sandman storyline as a whole. Oh but, no, 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 no! Like Joker being responsible for yeah, Batman. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. Uh, uh, Kingpin being responsible for Daredevil. Like sometimes in Superman, they're like, "Oh yeah, Zod was responsible for Krypton blowing up." Like we don't need that. Hey guys, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know who Soups is, right? Yeah, Soups. Well, we're friends on TikTok. He's watching the live right now. He's watching your show. Oh, what's up, Soups? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, thank you, everybody who can hear us and is watching us or listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for watching us. Um, but uh, what were we saying? What were we saying? We were talking yeah. about. Uh, uh, well, we wrapped up Spider Man Three, I think. We, I think we're. I think. Oh, the we, I think we put a, Oh, the, yeah. The, yeah that, that like, I I think they could have had it as like a a tease, but I think it should ultimately be revealed that he lied about that, that that was a lie that it actually was. Because again, like I see the intent that it's what happens if Peter isn't responsible? Right. What if, the, what if you remove the responsibility that he feels for uncle Ben's de death and the guilt, what happens to this man when he becomes untethered from that? It's like, that's a cool thing, but it's stupid that Flint Marco did it. Like, that's you. It doesn't. So I think what they should have done is had it revealed that he lied. Like he, he was protecting his buddy and he took the heat because he could, um, and and like made that deal or something. And that's why he confessed to it to kind of help a friend. But like it was a lie. It's like I didn't kill your uncle. Like I, um, I think yeah. I think that was the the, the worst thing that they did was that. And then just they built from there, and it just it was a house of cards that just fell apart. Right. Um, Spider... Yeah. Anyway. Well, Spider-Man wanna... 2 is the best Spider-Man of all time. Yeah. Uh, fully agree. Because Spider-Man's a college kid. Like, that's the thing is, I, at his core, like, Spider-Man's not a high school student. Spider-Man, yeah. he needs to be... Spider-Man needs to be paying his own rent. Is what, Like, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the struggle. Right. Spider-Man yeah. needs to pay his own rent. And if you could have him do that at 17, cool. But, like... Him in Empire State University in college, that's Spider-Man. I, I say this all the time. Stan Lee graduated Spider-Man in 27 issues from high school, and then they didn't graduate him from college for another 200. Yes, Dimitri and I were actually right. talking about right, that right before you joined. the joined. I, I was saying that, and it's just because all these movies want to retell his origin story, and his origin story takes place while he's in high school. And it's, But I feel like Sam Raimi did a good job doing the first one of him in high school, and then the second one, him graduating, going to college. And, and, and no, so. he, he graduates in the first one. He's like oh, hardly, he he's, oh, he does, he's graduates he? by the second act. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I thought he graduates yeah. in the second. I'm thinking of the. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Spider-Man Two. Yeah, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, he graduates in the second one. Yeah. Um, um I think it's it, it's a couple of different things. Uh, I have heard. Okay, so there's the general question, right? Where in cinema, why do we treat high school parties like they are in college? Because in real life, a movie high school party is a college party, like in real up. life, right? I, I can confirm high school that parties from last night. aren't like that. 
Yeah, uh, but like, yeah, there are certain high school parties that are wild ragers, but like the amount of 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 uh, uh, work that would go into like what buying a bunch of alcohol as minors, and then the the neighbors not complaining, and like your parents are out, and then like nobody's parents catch on and report you to the cops, like the amount. But it's different when you're in college. But I what I've heard is that in cinema. They like to do that because of, of basically they want to show those big parties, but not everybody goes to college in America. Not yeah. everybody goes to college. College sometimes to certain people is considered elitist or bougie. But so let's have high school where everybody has to go to high school in America for the you know for the most part. Uh, uh, but let's have those big parties take place in high school. Let's sit, talk about older stories. But in high school, because everybody goes to high school, and we don't want to don't want to alienate our people who didn't go to college yeah. and do that. So when it comes to like Spider Man in high school, you know that's why all these like coming of age movies are high school, and then it's like, but but coming of age, a lot of it happens in college that yeah. age, right? And so we want Peter to be uh, relatable by keeping him in high school, but like. I, I mean, you guys are all right. Like, Spider-Man to me is interesting when he's in college, you know? Yeah. Let him date around. Let him go to clubs. Let him, like, like have friends and deal with yeah. Harry Osborn's drug addiction. But, yeah. Let him do that scene with Zendaya that he pitched, you know? What was the scene? Uh, in Apparently in Spider-Man 2, he actually pitched that there'd be a relationship scene between him and Zendaya. Oh, far for, in Far From Home? Uh, in either Far From Home or No Way Home, apparently oh, okay. he went up to the executives and said, "Hey, what if there was a scene where Peter and MJ, you know, did oh, what if they, yeah. what if they?" And I was literally, and I remember I saw TikTok. This guy was like, "Tom is saying you miss every shot you don't take." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, I like I like college. I like college age Peter. My idea for what I think MCU should be, though, I wouldn't mind three... If you think of... The only character that could have longevity and stability is Spider-Man for nine movies, let's just say. I'm pitching pitching a nine-movie arc for Spider-Man in which it's a trilogy of trilogies in which Spider-Man is in high school for three, he's in college for three, and then you deal with the wackier Miles Morales Spider-Verse stuff in the next, next, like, seven, eight, and nine. That's what yes. I would do personally. And I would have Sinister Six be in number six. You don't need that Sinister Six smart. too early. And you build up all these villains to the point where <laughs> the thing about the movies is that like we have such few Spider-Man villains, we're like, oh, of course these characters are gonna be in Sinister Six. But what if you've like introduced like 10 or 15 Spider-Man villains and then you're like, who could be in the Sinister Six? You're playing that game instead. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? See the hypno hustler. That's yeah. I, like <laughs> I think the one of the the legacies of Dark Knight that I don't think anyone like picked up on is the sort of James Bondy cold open of the minor villain caught. Like when we see Scarecrow like yeah. and it, yeah. Scarecrow um and then the the fake Batman and then real Batman like that like that's some cuz there was some someone I think when it was they were talking about right before Tom Holland really debuted, but but Marvel like got the rights 
um, or maybe it was even like Amazing Spider-Man 2 or something like that. They're saying like, we don't like Spider-Man's like a, at this point, he's so in the culture and so established that you can basically treat him like a James Bond. Like right. Casino Royale was the first time we ever saw anything resembling an origin story for James Bond. And that's like movie 20, like two or something like that. Yeah. And so like, and, and the MCU picked up on that. Like Uncle Ben has not been mentioned like at he, all. I think he needs to be mentioned. Are we going to tackle this right now? Let's, I mean, sure. let, you, let's you brought go. it up. All right, Trevor. we're ta- talking about Uncle Ben and, and the MCU. Just open this can of worms. Let's go. <laughs> the, the MCU Spider-Man <laughs> has chosen not to do an origin story. They give us little bits and pieces, but they link, and this is a lot of people's problems, they link Peter a lot to Tony Stark and make Tony Stark the mentor and Tony Stark's death being an impetus for for Spider-Man to to do certain things. Uh, The question, I guess, is do we need an origin story? Do we need Uncle Ben? What is going on with the MCU Spider-Man? What are your guys' tastes in that? Uh, Ben, I'll I'll let you go first. Well, I definitely would love to see an Uncle Ben. I feel like the idea of Tobey Maguire coming back to play Uncle Ben is actually not a bad idea, especially like, like... Figuratively, this hasn't been confirmed yet, and people are still speculating. It's going to be a multiverse movie. We still don't even know if that's the case. I don't but want it to be, but that's neither separate. do I. I it's I way too yeah. early for that. But, it's way too like, early. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Leo says isn't even done. But like, imagine Leo Poddon agrees. But like, imagine if it was just just imagine this, okay? Tobey Maguire Spider Man swings in, takes off his mask, and Tom Holland just goes, "Ben." I don't like that. Do you know why? It reminds oh. me too much of the Flash, the Flash TV Jay show. Jay Garrick. Where, where, oh. Dealing with doppelgangers, where it's all played by the same person. Yeah. So we would have like MCU Uncle Ben be played by Tobey Maguire. Then there's Sam Raimi's Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah. Like, I, guess, I, I don't guess. like people. The only w- reason I want people to share faces is if they're variants of each other. They're essentially the same character. Otherwise, oh. it gets way too confusing. Because then it's like, right. well, what if, what if uh, well, Christian Bale in in The Dark Knight is a variant of Peter Parker in MCU? Like, the, you know what I mean? Different. Like, then they're totally different characters. They're totally different faces. What's yeah, and and Marvel, like with the exception of Spider Verse, Marvel really isn't the multiversal thing. That's DC's. Back. Yes. DC's been dealing with it way, way yeah. longer than Marvel has. Yeah. Um like they're already talking about a Secret Wars movie. And you know, yeah, and I was ta- I, I watched a video with Kev- Kevin Foggy. He said, Who the hell told you that? Like he is exactly. literally, he was like confused. He said one person yeah. said it, then another person said it, and then everybody's talking about it. No, he said, Yeah, Jim Shooter is working with us right now, but Jim Shooter has been the CEO of Marvel for God knows how long. He's overlooked a ton of things. Yeah. He's just most known for Secret Wars, you know? Right. Uh, I, I think that, like, I love the passion that that us us as fans have, that the our theories, we we have our, our, pa- our passion drives, our theories, our imagination, but let's not get mad um, when our theories don't turn out right. But, like, some people are, you know, some people are like, why don't we get Venom in the first Spider-Man movie? And it's like, why would you have Venom in the first? Like, yeah. let's slow our roll a little bit. Understand that these are Maybe franchises that's... meant to last tens of years, right? That's the right. goal. With that's that. why with Tom Holland being so cast. Great. Right. We have the longevity. Let's have the stability. 
Because yeah. if you get Holland up your own ass, if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, he could. Yeah. He I would love it. for he Tom Holland to, to, to go to be thirty. You know, to be forty. And and be Spider Man and training a Miles Morales like well, I would love that. So that's the, 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 the like Mark Bagley's uh, run of a uh, uh, life story. You know, just pull that. Yeah, out. yeah. Oh, that, that would was... be so great to see. Yeah, I mean that's the, the Into the Spider Verse put into into canon middle aged Spider Man. Like they, yes. they, we finally got a, a real like act, a depiction of middle aged Spider Man. Yeah, I don't think he's and... middle aged. I don't think he's been yeah, he's like in his I think he's 20s, if not that. No, 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 no. He's in his 30s definitely. Really? Yeah. But no, I think as he's like yeah, he's, like, in the, he's probably my age. He's probably 35. He's probably yeah, he's probably about yeah. 35. As someone who's in their 30s, understand that life goes life can go downhill in your 30s. I'm not saying yeah, it does. Light, I think like it is. Don't, don't ruin it this. Will. It will be prime right now. It 23 would. years old. I, I, I'm trying to live. <laughs> Poor bastard. Yeah, you're, man, you're, you're, nope. <laughs> Seven years at Sometimes best. it goes up. Sometimes it goes up. Sometimes you have a better 30s than your 20s. Uh, yeah, but sometimes why, it goes some down. Some people are saying that the 30s is the new 20s because now you have all the you have the 20-year-old money that you didn't have. Is yeah. what my my because my brother just turned 30 the other day. And uh, and that's what his wife kept telling him. Uh, she was like, yeah. "Oh, 30s, the new 20s, because now you have." Money. I, I mean, I do think so. I do think that. I do think that. But at the same time, like you can burn out and then just become like again Peter Parker in Spider Verse. Like yeah. you can become him in his in your 30s, <laughs> Peter, Peter and it Parker. sucks. Yeah. You know. But sorry, uh, continue. Who who was talking about first time? middle-aged spider-man but i just oh, middle-aged but keep going keep going yeah no but like that's what i was saying it's like we we do we now have because it's, it was like we were saying like it's basically like the sort of three modes of spider-man that we see depicted the most often are uh high school peter parker college peter parker and post-grad peter parker and yes, then okay. into the spider-verse introduced a like adult 30 30s peter parker yeah in a way yeah. that yeah, the, the 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 comic books haven't even really gone into either, um, right? And so it, yeah, I think it, like there's a way to like there is a long path, especially like bringing back the James Bond thing. Like how many Rod, how many Roger Moore James Bonds are there? Like seven, six? Like on top of his little appearances, uh, Tom Holland's little appearances in like Avengers and all those. Like he has like like a long shelf life if he wants it yes and and people and audiences have shown that uh, tom cruise is on they're on their seventh mission impossible uh and it's just like I, i'll keep and watching Ethan long, though, you know that's the yeah thing. um and, and so to, oh sorry go ahead oh no i was just gonna say like they're like the world has built up enough versions of peter parker that you can show the character well into his 30s and still have like meaningful storylines right yeah right. And like i was saying i was gonna sorry to be uh, no sorry uh, but um i was gonna say like and the problem is marvel is trying to pump all these movies out as quickly as they can think about how long it took to get three iron man movies now think about how long it's taking to get three spider-man movies like right. it, it's literally like half the time and it's like but but now they're on a roll though the Marvel exactly. machine is on a roll. They used to, oh, especially they used to right produce. Now. It, honestly, yeah. I, I think COVID was like the best thing to happen for writers 
for, of movies. Like James James Gunn did the Suicide Squad and the Peacemaker series while in quarantine. That's what he said. Right. So I mean, so but they, and they're pumping out like they got like a whole bag of goodies and more yeah. that they haven't even told us about yet. But like it's just like they're like oh well tom holland's not gonna be young forever i was like yeah peter parker is not as young as you guys think like parker industries is a thing in the comic books you guys are aware of right. this right you know like uh, you know like let you can let him grow up a little bit if you always want he doesn't have to be a baby right. forever yeah you know? right it doesn't help that he got snapped so technically he didn't age five years i know you yeah. i'm fine with that i'm fine with that yeah. uh uh what I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I would love for them to mention Uncle Ben. They just have to mention well, him. They like, did. just you know, well, they have the his initials BP. on the briefcase. That's the only thing. But like British Petroleum, like I don't know. Yeah, it is like they've danced around it. I mean, maybe next movie we, we, we see um, last movie um, we see May finally opening up uh to um to like a new relationship and so yeah. um wait happy what about they yeah. little- poor poor happy <laughs> but like maybe uh, maybe there's a, a path in the third movie to like have a meaningful scene where you bring him up yeah i was just thinking right. i was like maybe it's called no way home because uncle ben doesn't have a way home after <laughs> 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 Um, oh, that was a dark joke, but I have to <laughs> <laughs> be Spider-Man bone saws ready. <laughs> um, I mean, are we gonna get a Doctor Octopus dates Aunt May? I would love to see that. No, oh. Alfred, Mal- Alfred, Mal- Mal- Alfred Molina and uh, Marissa. No, Tomei. I don't. That's the Imagine thing. he I picks don't... her up and does the same exact thing he did in Spider-Man too. <laughs> he walks yeah. in a building. And- um, <laughs> Drops Melissa Tomei because you were younger uh, last time. Just... <laughs> I, 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 there's so many rumors and stuff that that are that are linked to Spider-Man No Way Home that I can't, I can't get a read on what's real and what's not. And yeah. I know that like Marvel has to be smart, but at the same time, you also have Sony's input. And I'm wondering if like Marvel is smart, but Sony likes to jump the gun. And so Sony has proven time and time again that they love to jump the gun. So then the question is, could they be the could they be the problem with the Spider-Man? Like if Spider-Man, this Spider-Man movie does badly. Yes. Like, could it be bad? It could be, I would say, because of Sony's influence. And that's part of the reason why they haven't released a trailer. You know, they're scared of what the fans will react because. Think about it. Like every time Sony has actually got involved with the with the direct or too involved, I should say, it, it ends up bad. Think yeah. about it. Mark Webb did yeah. not want to do the Sinister Six for Sp- Amazing Spider-Man Two. Uh, yeah. I, I right. don't even know what he wanted to do. I can't really think about it. But but like it, there's that, and then there's Spider-Man Three, Spider-Man One and Two, amazing movies, and then Three is when they really got like into it. We're like, we can't screw this up. And so I think that's part of the reason Marvel doesn't want to screw up another Spider-Man franchise. Yeah, but Into the Spider-Verse did really well. And what happens with with movies that do well is that executives are like, no, 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 we're going to do the same thing. Or we're going to tweak it. We're going to take what really worked. We're going to up it. And like, exactly. they, they always, like, 
they they then have input into a series that they didn't input the first one. So then it feels disjointed and then they change things and like they don't oversee the whole thing. It's not the same energy going in to all three movies in a trilogy, let's just say. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, uh I don't know. Trilogy's I can, I can rarely see Sony... What's that? I was gonna say trilogies like every trilogy has some misfire. Either second or third. There's one. no perfect. You're saying you're part of the the, the fan base that says there's no perfect trilogy. Is that what you're saying? No, that, I'm not that saying. That used to I'm be a saying, constantly said thing. I, I'm not necessarily be. saying that because I would say Back to the Future is a perfect trilogy. But I, like I would say three, no. Number three is is a, a vast departure and 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 very yeah. But like I think yeah, there's something about like wanting to stick that landing that just gets people really messed up like if they don't if they don't get tripped up on like oh the first one was such a success so the second one needs to be even bigger if they don't get tripped up on that like because i was thinking like oh what usually is one's the best second and then third but it's like one one's the best and then second goes down one and then second's the best and then the mm. third is the steep decline. For the most part, I that's it tends to be the trajectory, or at least the theory put out there. But then, like even no, Marvel, not in the not in the olden days, people used yeah, to say that sequels sequels are always worse than the first. People used well, to yeah. always say that. Well, yeah, this because is before your time, Ben. This is before your that time. was that was like mostly for horror movies and stuff that wasn't mm. trilogies. Back like, to the Future. People used to say Back to the you know uh, Back to the Future one is better than two. Uh, and then, uh, or or Indiana Jones, uh, one is better than two, or Jurassic Park, one is better than two. Like one people is used to two. like. <laughs> Don't use Jurassic Park because that proves my theory. <laughs> one is better than two. That's what I'm trying one to say. One is better than one two, and better... three is garbage. Um, I know, no, but, but like you're saying Spider-Man, it gets better at Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Sp- Spider-Man, the original, the okay. Raimi trilogy, two is better than one, and three is the start sharp yeah. decline. But I was going to X-Men. Gonna... Two is better than one. Two is oh, better I, than one. I can get behind that one. Uh, yeah. But then Thor, one is all right, two sucks butt, and three is amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, I, I think it's the fact that, like, at some point, the wheels come off on a trilogy. Whereas, like, something, like, but, like, where, where I don't think it's really affected something like, um, like, some, like, James Bond or, like, the Mission Impossibles. Where it's like they're not making yeah. a trilogy; they're just making as many movies as they can possibly do. Or even like the Fast and Furious movies have kind of settled into a, like a trilogy vibe, but yeah. like it's mostly like we're just pumping out these movies. As you know individuals. the difference, though, right? The difference is the mindset where it's like the franchise won't fail if you have one bad movie or one close to bad movie. It's that I'm anyways gonna do one past that point we can make up for it star trek had the same thing star trek used to have one bad movie one good movie right that was the thought the evens the evens are the good right movies. right and so so when you but when you have like spider-man or amazing spider-man and two failed the franchise and then you got to restart they weren't they were hoping they were thinking and hoping that even if two is bad people will come back and see amazing spider-man three but they failed and so then that didn't happen but if you have the mindset of like no matter what we're going to do an amazing spider-man three four five six seven eight nine ten like fast and the furious does like mission impossible does like james bond does then you're able to make mistakes and have it not kill the whole franchise 
right? That's the difference. Yeah. Well, but it's also like the fact that like Spider-Man Two, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, just like fell under its own weight. Like, it, it yeah. like the, like there was so much to that movie, on top of the fact that it wasn't even a good story to begin with, and then um, uh, yeah, it just Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two is just. It's the worst of Sony. It's why it's yeah, Amazing really. Spider-Man Two is the thesis statement of why Marvel should have Spider-Man back. Yes. Although I would say Venom is the reason Sony should have Spider-Man. Go make the Venom movies. The Venom movie seems to the, fit the, the tone right. of what Sony wants to do with these movies. Right. And now Sony's trying to do like an underground MCU, or at least that's what they're I hate that. They haven't I hate confirmed it. it nor denied it, though. But Michael Keaton is in Venom 2. Exactly, but, he, but he's never been confirmed to be the Vulture. Nobody said he was the Vulture. We've never seen him in a You're vulture. saying he's just a random, he's just he going to be a be, random guy? I'm not saying that he is. I think that he is the Vulture. Yeah. But they never, but they're definitely building onto the fact that it's like an underground. Yeah. I hate how shady that is. I hate you know, how it's like, shady oh, that is. And then the fact, and watch it not be. Watch how pissed off people are going to be when it's not. Well, how and pissed it, off are going to be people be when, when Spy, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home has like or is not in a multiverse like i don't want the multiverse because i think yeah. there's stories to be said about spider-man before we even enter the spider-verse yeah, why would and, we and, and you know what I mean? why would they make three multiverse movies right after them into the spider-verse and then they make this and then and then into the spider-verse into Spider 2. 2 which would be coming out next year if, also if, if things goes right also and, you're painting yourself into a corner if amazing if a no way home has a Spider-Verse, what the fuck are you going to do for an MCU Spider-Man 4? Thank you. Yeah. Like, yeah, into the real verse? He meets, comes and meets Stan Lee in our universe? That's Spider-Man the cartoon. That's literally how it ends. You you brought up the name. You brought up the name. I got to yeah. say something. And you know what? If, the, if it's not a multiversal movie, I can already hear my comment section. You know how you guys could do that? I don't know if you guys make enough videos to where you can hear your own comment section. But okay, Stan yeah. Lee wouldn't want this. Stan Lee wouldn't want Oh, my God. Shush. Shush. Don't speak for Stan you know, Lee. Like, yeah. It's like. Yeah, you know, sometimes I just go, all right, what's asking? You know, like, right. like I know, but I know. Uh, I but he has quotes talking about, like, <laughs> like things, but. Well, <laughs> but, like, Stan, but, like, uh, Stan Lee was the one who. Built the universe. I know, you know, Jack Kirby hammered every single it, nail. He definitely but, yeah. marketed it more than everybody else, but he had he was but, a big part. I but like, yeah, you built it single handedly. The re, but the, that's the the reason why DC has better secondary casts than Marvel. It, it, like, I'll, I'll say that like pound for pound, DC has better supporting casts in all in the majority of their books compared to Marvel. Yeah. Um, is because they were all self contained. They were all individual universes. And so uh, Batman was just on his own and just operating on his own. So he needs to have just as good and compelling a characters as Superman does. And that's why the, Fla right. like, the Flash has like the rogues gallery. Honestly, I would say the Flash and Spider-Man's initial runs, like Silver Age runs, have like the best string of bad guy introductions. Yeah. Like just – yeah. Every issue's a freaking slam dunk. Um, that was what Straczynski, the one, like, to his credit, 
that's why he created Moreland was because he's like, that's how Stanley did it. Like every issue, there was a new bad guy. Every story, there's a new bad guy. Uh, and so, but then he gave us Moreland, hooray! And then he gave us a bunch of other crap, like the the Gray Twins, the uh, the Stacy Twins. Oh yep. no! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Nope, 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 nope. We don't talk uh, about them here, but we could if we want to. But no, I, I don't want. Nobody I, wants to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so, like, you know, the reason why Spider Man's still a success is, and it's Dimitri's background. Like, look at that. Like, it, like. Wait, what? <laughs> your background. Look you're, at it. Like those. You're crediting it. You're not, crediting not, it to me. Your, your background. Like, your actual like, background. Like on yeah, the. Yeah. Like. Look at no, like, yeah. look at that. That's <laughs> that's why it, it was built like a DC book. And it's just like this has to have its own thing. Like, like these characters right here. Yeah, the supporting yeah. cast. And that's not even like those aren't even like the top villains that are in the background, but all of them are iconic. Exactly. Right. That's what I love about right. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great rogue gallery. Sam and Batman. They both let's, have great like, rogues galleries. You know? Yeah. It's funny how how each superhero or each major superhero, like the good ones with the good villains, they 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 find I don't want to say a formula, but it works. Like 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 Batman, it's like okay, what mental disorder do you have? What gimmick? <laughs> now let's put them together. But Spider Man, it's like let's let's find some animals that haven't been done. Like yeah. I'm sure. Uh, uh, correct me the if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like animal totems and stuff, and then like it's Hated just that. like broad concepts. Made, and then they you have an archetype, so you know what each villain would be like. This is what I bring up. I, I bring up if you took this character and you like were like, okay, now they work at Starbucks. Could you write a story based off of what you know about that character? You can't yeah. do that with Padme Amidala because she is such a a shallow character she doesn't have good characterization you can't be like oh of course i could write a i could write a screenplay about padme amidala working at starbucks no you can't but you could do that with with like peter parker you could do that with like craven the hunter because you know their characterizations right like you know the rhino craven the hunter making me a cappuccino <laughs> right what would you write yeah, yeah which spider-man villain do you think would work at Starbucks? One of, the, one of the superior foes. Shocker. I'm guessing that'd be my guess. Herman. That'd be shocking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Boomer, uh, like Boomer or Boomerang or whatever they call him now, uh, he would work at Starbucks. But Rhino, I can imagine Rhino just being huge <laughs> and being like, I'm trying to turn my life around because he's always they, trying to turn his life around, right? Like, yeah. They need to have the, uh, you know, they have the bar with no name. They like, need I to. Remember- they need to have the coffee shop with no name. <laughs> I know, no, I mean, I remember the Rhino uh, during a Christmas, I, I think it was a Christmas uh, issue. Uh, basically, he, uh, he, he, him and the Hulk dressed up as Santa Claus when they were fighting in a mall during Christmas and, and because the Rhino, I think it was, it was the Rhino or some other big juggernaut, my bad. The juggernaut, he, uh, I know this is kind of off topic now, but I've already <laughs> jumped in, but uh you know, they're, they're big characters, and, and one of them was dressed up as Santa Claus and was trying to rob the mall, and the Hulk tried to stop him. And then they both ended up, at the end of the day, because a little girl saw them fighting, they, one of them was dressed as Santa, so the Hulk was beating up Santa. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and so they both were like, okay, we got to sell our differences because there's kids watching us. It's, it's Christmas. Let's both play Santa, and I'll be here. And Hulk was the elf, and 
Nine, and Juggernaut was Santa. It, it's just like, there's stories like that that I would love to see brought to the big screen. Uh, and there's like, there's a Spider-Man one that's like um, about this little kid with leukemia. They kind of did a, they did like a, a, a kind of a thing in the 90s show. I don't know if you guys remember that episode where he revealed yeah. his identity to a little girl and she goes, you're Peter Parker. And then it's like, and then it goes to, she's in a, uh, uh, she's gonna die soon and that's actually based on a real book where this kid is like an, an amazing spider-man fan and his story gets into the paper and in peter parker's just like oh i i gotta meet him before he dies because at least let him meet his hero and he, he ends up doing that and little timmy died that that same issue yeah and that's well, also very poignant because we're talking about like spider-man isn't always liked like in his universe. And yeah. so for Spider-Man to have kids that, that look up to him is that's special for Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, because that he he, a lot of time he's a menace, right? Things, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, he like, uh, uh, the Grant Morrison, Frank Quietly all-star Superman scene where Superman helps the, the girl who's about to jump off the building and he, like talks her down. Like, I feel like there's a ton of those with Spider-Man. Like I, uh, oh, Deadpool does that? What? The one where Deadpool talks the girl off the ledge? Is that what you said? No, 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 no. Like Spider-Man. Like Spy, uh, su Superman. Small, he was talking about oh, Superman earlier. Yeah, but Superman uh, saves it. But, but I feel like Spider-Man has so many of those moments. Like there was um, a friend of mine posted this like a short story. Um, I forget what issue, but it's uh, like a little like short story in the back of an issue where uh, Spider-Man just kicks in the door of the hospital he's holding a kid who's been shot because spider-man was foiling a bank robbery and the kid saw an opportunity to take a shot to, to try and stop the gunman or like uh stop uh like protect spider-man from getting shot and he takes the bullet and then um basically peter comes to visit him as peter parker and starts talking to him while he's still in a coma and like confesses that he's spider-man and then um the kid wakes up his parents come in his parents um like kick him out for a second um but then they welcome him back in and peter's talking to him and, and the kid's like i know you're spider-man because like i wasn't fully asleep when you were just telling me all that stuff um and then peter just get, he gets pissed off at this kid of like why did you do it? You don't have powers. Like I throw myself in and the kid's like, who just because you have powers doesn't give you the right to throw yourself in front of this any more than I do. Yeah. And I really like, I love that about Peter Parker. The, the, I think what, what's so compelling about him, what keeps this character relevant and someone you want to read issue by issue month, after, not even, I was about to say month to month, like three times a month. Uh, on Marvel schedule, you're gonna read three Spider-Man issues a month, and it's because he's so concerned with his uh, fellow man, and he has he puts this responsibility. Like I love the fact that there's the irony that he's being crushed by the very lesson that he puts out there. With great power comes great responsibility. Is literally killing Peter Parker. Um, but that just makes him such a like it's so it's so interesting and I love this about the character like his fault is that he cares too much yes that's yeah. what's going to get him killed 
That is what's going to end Spider-Man. That's how how he, that's how he always fucks up. That's that's what he cared too much, uh, and that's what's happening in Amazing Spider-Man and Sinister War is the repercussions of that. Yeah. yeah. Is everybody up to date on Sinister War? Because I just got up to date with it last night. I read Sinister War. I, I actually never, I haven't been reading it. Like, like I, I mean, to be sure you know this, I cut my tab a, a couple weeks ago because um, of my schooling. But if you guys want to talk yeah. about it, by all means. I mean, are you caught up? Uh, were you reading it up until? I wasn't reading it at all. So um, if you guys okay. want to talk about it. Well, so. all, all I'll say is they finally have. So it's a bunch of Sinister Sixes, and now they have yeah, introduced the there's sixth. multiple teams. But oh, now it's wow. the sixth Sinister Six just got introduced in the last so the issue. Sinister 36? Really? Who's that, the sixth uh, that Sinister last, Six? The, the, the final page spread. The Undead Six. They're the new ones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. You're right. Didn't That's I call six. that? Didn't I, I think we, I think we, when we talked about it, when we were talking about Sinister I was War. Like, I was like, we've only seen five Sinister Sixes in, yeah, this, need... in this panel. And I was like, they would put a sixth Sinister Six, like yeah. you know. And you're yeah. right. The un- but wait, I didn't know Juggernaut was dead. I saw him in that final panel. Yeah, he just yeah. had his own solo miniseries, but, but I didn't think he was. He also looks like the uh, the serpent version of him from uh, Fear itself. That no, was it, that's his new. That's his new. That's suit how he looks that's now. In the, yeah, that's his new Juggernaut uh, solo series. Well, a solo mini series, I guess. I don't know if it, whatever. Um, but yeah, you're right. That is the sixth. The the yeah, the almost a yeah. resurrected six, six or whatever. Sinister six sixes. Uh, the sinister thirty six. Yeah. Six. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Six to the. Well, it's not even six to six the six. To the second oh, yeah. It was yeah, six <laughs> squared. Yeah, six times six, right? But but, dude, Ben, this lineup in Sinister War. Is really yeah. cool because you got the you got the Savage Six led right. by Vulture, and they're all animal themed villains. Then you oh, have the you have the Sinister Syndicate, which is the female team that's led okay. by Beetle, who I think Beetle is leaving that team and gonna go to the the um the the foes what the Sinister Superior foes. foes. Superior foes team. Just out of curiosity, it's Nick Spencer. Oh, okay, so, of yeah. course. Yeah, okay. so he's... Yeah. No, no, this, when it comes down to trade, I'll definitely pick... I, I told myself I'd read trades. Like, when Tom Taylor's Nightwing yeah. trade comes out, like, I just bought, like, at Walmart, oh, yeah. like, a collection of his single issues. I got those. But, uh, yeah, but, yeah I, I promised myself I'd still read trades to keep myself yeah. up to date. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, this it's, is... It's, I've always wanted, like, I've... Well, I used to dream of two Sinister Sixes, and then I started being, like, six Sinister Sixes! <laughs> and, like, I'm so excited for this. Well, now, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm wondering if um, uh, Spider-Man will retaliate with his own six. <laughs> if, if this will end, yeah. if this will end with his own six. Um, but this, it's been, it's been real. Like I've been digging this. Um, it's also just, it, it's cool seeing Mark Bagley drawn Spider-Man again, oh, even yeah. if it is. Uh, yeah. It, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily his best work. It is seen. It seems like, if you remember in Ultimate Spider-Man in like the, the forty to fifties, they were churning that book out. Like they, I think that one point they went to like twice a month, for like. I think there was a week. Wasn't it a weekly? Wasn't it a weekly title for a while? Am I wrong? Well, Amazing Spider-Man was has basically been weekly since Brand New Day, more or less. Okay, it's yeah. three times yeah. three times a month. 
And now they've padded it with these additional, like, the annuals the and giant prelude and all that. Yeah, stuff. the sins yeah. of Norman Osborn and preludes and all these things. Yeah, like, and now he doesn't just he doesn't have enough time to. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, down, man, my yeah. hands almost off my, <laughs> my body. Dude. Well, artists artists can only do a so, page a day, which it means it's an issue. That's why writers can write six different series, yeah. but an artist really can only do yeah. one issue a month. Only Unless, Jack Kirby could could do multiple books. Yeah, right, nobody's Jack Kirby. Yeah. yeah, yeah, King Kirby. King Kirby. Um, I I love I love the comics now more. Like like the current runs and stuff. Like I'm into Amazing Spider-Man right now. Otley's art because I I remember Otley from Invincible. Otley's art, which is the background, the zoom background that I have behind me. Like I love his characters. Like his design on on. What am I? What am I pointing at here? Lizard, Lizard. right here. I love his design on Lizard because I get it. Ditko, Ditko drew Spider Man originally, right? That was yeah, Ditko's yeah. art. Yeah, but he was I the first don't one. To like, I like Ditko, but I don't like his Lizard because it's lumpy. His Lizard's like lumpy and segmented, right? Uh, but I like Otley's Lizard. Yeah, his is all rounded. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like the rounded face and yeah, like the 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 lizard lips. It looks more humanoid, yeah. way more humanoid when Ditko did it. I don't know. Yeah. Did you guys? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, well, I, I got. I, I got another one. Oh, I thought you were still going. I like I thought you were finished, but then you like you said like another syllable, and I was like, oh no, I cut him off. But, um, <laughs> uh, I I don't know. If you, did you guys ever read like the third incarnation of Spider Verse, where Miles Morales was following that one little girl through universes, and we we met like. Spider-Man, uh, like Aunt May, Spider-Man, and Spider-Ma'am. <laughs> yeah, and we also met like the uh, the origin of how uh, who's the Spider-Man twenty nine nine? What's his name? What's his real name? Miguel O'Hara. Miguel O'Hara. Miguel O'Hara. We met like his grandfather. Is it O'Hara? Yeah. Yeah, and then his, his grandfather and him and Miles Morales brought him to like Mexico. Like, oh, I didn't. Maybe I didn't read it's that. Like, one. It, it's a Spider Verse Volume Three. I, yeah. It is very close. Like the covers look a lot like the movie Spider Verse, but the like like the interior art is just beautiful. You know, I don't know if you guys read it. I, I read the like I read the first video. issue or two, and I I think the first was, issue was where he was accidentally just jumping from other react from yeah. multiverse to multiverse, and they were like, "How are you getting here? We closed the tie, and then like the yeah. web of the multiverse or whatever mm. uh, was." You, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, like, I, I think I read the oh, first yeah, couple. Yeah. yeah. Just but yeah, no, I'm beautiful. beautiful I, I, I dropped off of it. I, I can't. It wasn't like because I I wasn't liking it. It was just one of those of just like hey, it can drop off. I'll catch it. I'll catch it in a trade or one of those like yes, one of those kind of yeah. But like no, it, I, I I really like it. Like I'm I'm surprised. I do feel like after the first Spider Verse, there have been a little bit of diminishing returns. But I think yeah. what's that this one's apart from Spider Geddon is uh the miles perspective and that it is that mm -hmm. one it is kind of the the tie-in to the movie i think right it came out around that time roughly it came out like, like right after the movie somewhere yeah. around like, maybe like a couple of months after the movie did yeah i, I remember I, I just i remember it was after spider geddon i know that for sure yeah 
and it, it, it was it takes place like it takes place in the same universe as Spider Geddon because they they reference it. They were like, We I thought we fixed all this in Spider Geddon. He's like, Well, right. I guess we I guess we uh <laughs> we, guess we didn't <laughs> fix it because comics. And uh, you know, so but the artwork in there is just beautiful. And same with the uh Spider Ham series that also came out around the same time. Uh it was where Spider Ham got transported back to Peter Parker's timeline and and Mary Jane was like feeding him when and Peter Parker just like walked into him feeding a pig version of himself. He's like, the hell are you doing here, dude? <laughs> I love that. Um, so, so here's the thing. Uh, Chris Reed Brown is in the comments. We always make, I always bring up whenever Chris Reed Brown is here, I bring up that he is not Chris Brown. He is Chris Reed Brown. He has made it very known in his username that he is Chris Reed Brown. Um, Chris Reed Brown loves Spider-Verse, it looks like. Um, he says that movie changed Spider-Man for him, made it feel more connected to, to him. And Spider-Verse, I mean, what, what Spider-Verse is percent on Rotten Tomatoes? It's 90-something, right? Yeah. It's probably it's, up there. Uh, yeah, I've never I, oh, no, it's a, it's a, is it 100%? It might be 99 by now, fresh? but, like, I mean, but it like, is. It is, like, top of the line. I do. Know? I remember when it was first coming out, I showed my, because I, like, I was thinking, have you guys ever seen Planet Hulk? Yeah. Okay, I was thinking, when I when I was told there was going to be a, a like a Spider-Verse movie, I was like, oh, it's probably going to be like Planet Hulk. No, I watched the first trailer. I ran right to my comic shop, and I went up to my boss, and I was like, dude, this is Pixar-level stuff here. Yeah. And, and, and I remember when he took off the mask, he was like, oh, and, and he took off the mask for the first time in the trailer. He was like, yep, this is going to do good. And I was like, he was like, dude, Black Panther just came out, man. This is going to do great. <laughs> He's like, dude, like I, I had. And lo and behold, he was right. I didn't really realize just because like Bendis kind of with like pulls you into the world and like you have the death of Spider-Man sort of following it in. Like yeah. I hadn't realized until after the, the Into the Spider-Verse came out, just like kind of how blank Miles was. Yeah. Like he was yeah. kind of more just kind of black Peter Parker yeah, and, right. the, the, him, and yeah. into the spider verse really just lag, like, you know, like you get him now like that. I think right. more than any comic book had at that point, like that's miles Morales. That's what established miles was that um, like, I like, I, li I don't know if I like Jefferson as a cop or like stay at home, dad, uh, X shield guy. Uh -huh. But, um, but miles that relationship, he has a way better relationship with Uncle with Uncle Aaron. Yes. Uh, like such a, such a better relationship. Like the book, Aaron sucks. Yeah. He really, he's an awful guy. Like he is and not they, in, 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 in the they original. Did a great job of right? Yeah. That in the video game as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I, think I like an Aaron. I like an Aaron that cares about his family. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, and what's not just some guy that commits crime? You know. Yeah. But like yeah. I, Miles doing like his street art kind of reinforces that like Spider-Man as an entity is kind of a creative being. Like he, he tends to attract creative people because Peter Parker, like he's uh, all his science nerd stuff. Like he's yeah. still a photographer and a, and a pretty decent one. Like he's able to, Peter Parker is such a good photographer that he is able to sell front page pictures with pictures he took 
stuck to a wall with webbing. <laughs> well, it, it's because right. he's but the I only one that can get those photos as well. Yeah, yeah I, think <laughs> no, I know, I know. Yeah, so it's kind of like content more than composition. It's like, oh, dude, I have like this connection with Spider-Man. Yeah. But going off of what you said about uh, the before about Miles Morales really connecting with these characters, and that's what I love about this movie. Like the tagline was for that movie was anybody can be under the mask, and that's what's so great about Spider-Man. Uh, everybody can relate to him because he's and, yeah. and Stanley said that when they first created him, him and Steve Ditko both agreed that he's ne- he's always going to have a mask on because anybody can relate to a person that's under a mask, yeah. you know, mm. and that's what's so great about the character and like literally like you don't know if it's a boy or a girl or if he's black or white or whatever. I mean you know you know the boy or girl by the skin tight spandex let's be honest yeah, yeah. yeah. but besides <laughs> so that's that about it. You know, like you don't know what his religion is you don't know what like his well it depends is. on how tight the spandex like, is who's this guy that's here what happened to Trevor I have no idea where he went uh, for for everybody listening Trevor just put his yeah. Spider-Man mask on but um yeah you know, uh, and that's what's so great about him and then there's people that are like, oh, let's take his mask off. And it's like, oh, no, man, let's let's see him with the mask on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I before say- I... Bef- Oh, sorry. I just wanted to throw in the Robin Williams joke where his where uh, there's a Robin Williams joke that was like his tan uh, his pants were so tight that you could see his religion. And so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, uh, Trevor. Uh, well, I was gonna say t- tying both of these together. Uh, Miles got his new redesign. And I think yeah. what I like... I, I want, don't like it. I do not I, like it. I don't like it, but one thing I do like is the idea, and I feel like this is pandemic-based, but, like, now yeah. the mask is like this for the viewers at home. Like, I sort of brought it into, uh, like, the Spider-Man, like, when he's, when he's... When Spider-Man's, like, eating. Yeah. Um, yes. So they have but that. No, he, has and a, then, he has a turtleneck. And, yeah, no, and then, and then that... But that's the, the other half of the mask. And so now, is, does his mask actually stop here? Though I never yeah, I hadn't seen up that. Like that. That's yeah, how he pulled up, like the way. No, yeah, but like, Miles's new costume. Him. I'm talking. The impression Miles, I got is that costume? it's like this, and that he oh, can bring it the, down, and it, that's like the mask. That's will not connect, the impression like, I got. That was. The I thought that I it's got. a full mask. I thought it's a full mask with the the turtleneck that comes up here. So if you look up Miles Morales' new costume, it's more indicative of Scarlet Spider. It's a oh, red. Okay. It's mostly red, but I don't like it because well, of Kane's that. Scarlet now, Spider. Yeah, but if it was black, if it was a black costume, I would have liked it maybe better and been all right with the redesign. But I don't like the color scheme. Miles Morales should be, his, his costume color should be black first with the highlights of red with a little bit of white. I love that. Um, if you, spray, if you change it too much, it's too different. That too. Yeah. That being said, Peter is mostly red. Like, that's how it works, you know? And then, like, the clones, Kane or Ben Riley, are always Peter's costume plus some sort of, like, contemporary accessory, right? And well, characters like Silk who uh, in Spider-Gwen who sometimes don't even have to wear their masks, but, like, right. but they wear, like, a like, face covering of some sort. Right. But, uh, yeah, Silk, seems- Silk's color scheme is like red, white, and black. Uh, Aranya's color scheme is black and white now, and, and like uh, Gwen is like a like a white, black, a uh, little bit of pink and teal. Yeah, uh, and then Jessica Drew is red and black. 
Like, Love each that, of these characters, they're so iconic that you need to stick to their color scheme okay. to get that character. Because otherwise, we're going to confuse yeah, them. Julia, Carp Julia Carpenter is basically the Venom costume. <laughs> right, but that's Aranya's new, uh, costume right now. Aranya's okay. current costume is, is, the is, old, is, is, is Carpenter's. The you know? But, um, anyway. Sorry, what were we talking about? We're just talking about costumes and costume changes costumes. and stuff? Yeah. yeah, it's just like, why didn't they, yeah, it's also kind of, I don't, it, it's going to take a little bit to, to get settle used into to it. it, but it's like, why not just copy the, the look fully of the Spider-Verse? Like, that seems to be what they want to invoke with some of the uh, stuff they're doing, but it's just like, why not just go full blown, like, make the hoodie more of a thing and like, kind of mm. make it a, an amalgam of Miles' costume and Gwen's costume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also the idea that, like, let's change, like, they want to change costumes, like, a lot, and they want to, because then also in the video games, you have them as alternate costumes, and then for toys, you could sell the new toys with alternate costumes, if they do that. I'm not sure if they still do that nowadays. Um, yeah, but I'll, you know. like... Oh, I mean, Shuby like, Duper is following us here on Volume Oh, no, I accidentally, oh. I, I accidentally unfollowed, I was trying to click the heart, and I thought that was a like button. Oh. <laughs> But it, but it, okay, yeah. But now you're following. You're stuck with I'm, it. I'm refo I refollowed you, yes. Yeah. I was already yeah, yeah, yeah. following you, but then I clicked the heart <laughs> thinking that it was a like button. And uh, yeah, yeah, and then you had to click it again. Yeah. Yeah, my fault. Uh, sorry. Who, who, was, who was talking? Who did I interrupt? Trevor? Maybe. I was just distracted on my Google image search of Miles Morales' new costume. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, you, you'd have to look it up to realize. And I think the color scheme oh, is no, what's later. getting to me. Uh, like Peter Parker has had some really good costumes. Like I like his shiny costume that he had with Parker Industries when he was in Hong Kong, because that artist is also really good. It was like a shiny yeah. metallic like looking glowing logo on the front, right? The yeah, glowing that was logo. Alex Ross was doing the covers for that, right? Alex Ross. Well, he was doing oh. yeah. Can we just, uh, can we just take a minute to appreciate Alex Ross in all of his yeah. work? And <laughs> that's part of the reason why I love Spider-Man 2 so much, because the opening is just out yeah. of work all the way through. And I'm just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, what's your guys' favorite Spider-Man costume? Um, like live action is like in uh, no 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 in the in the comics, because they vary a lot in the comics. Uh okay. right? More to choose from. I mean, I guess you could pick movie if you want to throw the movie designs into it. That's cool too. But you know, those are all based off of comic you, runs. I love. You guys know like the uh, what is it? The new web of Spider Man, the new one that just came out. Okay, yeah. I love that suit. Like the the emblem having it being like big on there, but like it also kind of looks like the MCU. But there, I love that that one. There's also, but there's also the uh, there's only one that it only showed up once time in the comics. It was in web, either a web of Spider Man or Spectacular Spider Man number one hundred. It's like a big metallic, uh, like a big like silver. Oh, the silver. Armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's web of Spider Man. That. I thought it looked dope. If, and yeah. I used well, that's to have, in the cartoon too. Yeah, it made, that was it, like it, one it of the alternate Spider Mans in the yeah. And uh, you know, and there. And honestly, like the Iron Spider suit, not the one from the movie, but the one from the, uh, the comic Civil book War from super dope. The red and yellow, yeah. the red and yeah, yellow one. And finally, I'm sorry, I'm saying so many, but uh, that the the uh, the clone Ben Riley, the first one with the hoodie, 
which they kind the of Scarlet, Scarlet Spider. Yes. That's 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 yeah, definitely and, uh, up there for mine. The, the and they kind of made so no more to it in Homecoming, you know, as for his homemade suit. Yeah, his mm-hmm. yeah his suit really looks like that. That's I think that's the closest we're ever gonna get to Ben Riley. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, kind yeah. of. I've been. I like. Uh, by the way, I like external web shooters. I like the look, the gauntlet look of external web shooters. Like so I ben like Riley it with Spider Man designs. Yeah, like and the Ben Riley. They're selling them. Ben at Riley. Oh yeah, Ben yeah, Riley's costume is a big. Yeah, selling them at Disney. I now see cosplayers with them now, and I'm just like, oh my god, yeah. I'm freaking out. I, I need to look those up. I need to look those up because I want to get them for my Miles costume because I have a Miles costume. Oh man, I can't wait um, like to see you in Miles. What, are you gonna be? Yeah. Are you gonna be like an older Miles, or are you gonna just like do Miles? How dare you? How dare you? Fuck! <laughs> what? You told you me. Little, you hey, listen, Miles. listen to me, you young, you young whippersnapper. <laughs> Am I gonna be the old Miles? What I said fuck? older. I didn't say the. You old. come on. You come on my show, Ben Schubert, <laughs> Shuby Duber, and you're throwing this at me. I, I'm old sorry. Miles. I am so <laughs> sorry. Your tone. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't intending to do that, but uh, no, I meant like, like, are right, you? You should do like, like. Like, like, as if Miles was yeah. mentor with somebody, like, as a Peter Parker. Right, right, right. Uh, 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 no, uh, well, because I'm doing it uh, for a birth... Well, okay, so I have the costume. I've worn it at Comic-Con, um, and, uh, uh... I'm I'm using it again because I own it. I'm using it for a birthday party for because I work for a birthday party company. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna do that uh like next week, I think, is is the Miles Morales costume I'm have to do. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I like external web shooters. I love external yeah. web shooters. And uh Chris Reed Brown is asking, what do we think of the MCU suit from Endgame? The shiny I guess the Infinity War and Endgame suit, that shiny one, you know, the Iron Spider I, from that. My 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 favorite um, of the MCU one is the most recent one. I I I kind of I like a, I like nighttime Spider Man because he gets colored red and black, and so okay. I feel like the the muted blue, almost like blue gray, uh, in the uh, Far From Home uh, okay. costume. Like I I like that, and again, like I like the articulation of the eyes. Um, in, like that's that's the thing I think that's lost in him going to the metal suit versus the the spandex suit is like he'll just yeah take off the take off the thing yeah. and so all that like articulation stuff like that like is kind of lost because he'll just depower the mask yeah um, right and so but yeah I like that one I also like um the uh superior Spider Man costume dude yes. That's a pretty awesome one. I think that sort of which one's a superior? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Doc Doc Ock. Um, And also, since I've been looking at it, uh, been looking at it on our background, Ben. uh, Punk Rock Spider Man. Oh, Spider Punk. Yeah, Spider Punk. uh, Hobie Brown. My head cannon that he shoots his webs like this. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't do this. Like there's a button in his fingers that he pushes here. Okay, I I can dig it. I could dig it. Yeah. Wait, but then he if he has a button on his fingertip, he like slaps somebody, he backhands someone, and it goes Yeah, the same time, like, pull two birds, one stone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or he like it would be cool if like he flicks somebody's head and when he flicks it hits the trigger and then he like he webs. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like I'm saying. Like that's something like, you know, and I I just think, oh, yeah. punk rock, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, thank you for, for all the amps. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, on volume.com, you can tip your performers, your 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 shows. Uh, you can tip them with amps. Amps are the proprietary credit of volume.com. Um, oh, so you just you just buy a couple and you can tip accordingly. So thank you so much to Vicky. Thank you so much to Chris Reed Brown. I think there was somebody else earlier. Um, uh, Chris Reed Brown tipped earlier. Thank you uh, guys Marcus, so much for Marcus that. Pineapple. Marcus Pineapple. Marcus yeah. Pineapple too. Marcus Pineapple. Yeah. Um, you don't have to, but it's always great. Thank you so much. I, I definitely appreciate it. Um, anyway, uh, sorry. Uh, so I I think the Iron uh, Spider suit from Endgame is too busy. It's too busy for me. And and it's not bright enough for me for Spider-Man. Like, the red is like a maroon. Yeah. You know? That's, I, uh, I, love his, I love his first outing as Spider-Man, like him in Civil War. When he came in, uh-huh. like when when it, it's funny because literally before that trailer came out, like a day before, I was explaining to somebody why we would never see Spider-Man in the MCU, and then they dropped that trailer on us. And uh. it means like, oh, Ben, did you see? That? I'm like, yeah, I saw it. And uh, and uh, but I remember seeing that and just being like, oh my gosh, this is a Spider-Man suit if I've seen one before, you know? Oh, yeah. Bright blue, the bright red, the articulation in the eyes. Oh, my gosh, I screamed like a little girl. Yeah, it was like a John, like the the same, like that's what Marvel's been so awesome about, and I think DC's really missed the mark on, is it looks straight out of a comic book. Yes. Like they figured out how to make it a like work in the real world but it is straight from the comic and dc uh, and doesn't DC start do that kind of, yeah kind of like the super like aquaman fun. they did a great job yeah. in aquaman and now shazam you know they're doing yeah. a great job but it's like but also like aquaman looks like jason momoa not <laughs> well i mean um, i meant like suit wise yeah yeah no it, de- it definitely yeah it's not but like again like i feel like there's like the, the the Batman '89 suit, um, like uh, maybe Christopher Reeve is the only one who's really kind of <laughs> iconically. But even that, like, look, it's just spandex. It looks weird. But like, yeah, Marvel, like, yeah, that that for and I had that as my background. That Spider Man flipping with the shield, like that picture. That's still just be, like just when he looks up before he talks. That yeah. was my phone yeah, background for like the longest time. I remember. Yeah. I remember Vine was Vine. I don't know if you guys remember that. That was yeah. I I'm surprised you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I want a good laugh. Do yourself a favor and look up the Spider-Man auditions Vine. And basically, they take that video of him flipping. Instead of him saying, "Hey everyone," he says something different, like, "I'm Spider-Man." Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. I forgot to say something. I think my favorite one was like, "Now I am the one who wields the trash can lid." Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, "My name's Jeff." Yeah, my name's Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. You know, I remember the. If you guys ever want a good laugh, look up Spider-Man auditions for a Civil War. Oh my gosh, <laughs> six-second clips, and they kill you every single time. Yeah, they're so. Um, I know, I know that the three of us are Spider-Man fans enough that we could keep talking about this. Luckily. And, okay, it. so good news and bad news. Good news and bad news. Bad news is we got to close this episode up. Good news is is that you guys are on other shows with me, uh, whether it's it's Comic Talk or other episodes of The Key Live or whatever I can grab you for. Um, so, Ben, Trevor, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome people. You guys know your shit. 
Um, it's always a blast to have you guys on this show talking with me uh, yeah. about anything. And the fact is, I mean, we're talking about Spider-Man today, but, you know, uh, 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 we talk about many things many other times. Yeah. Uh, so first things first, Ben and Trevor, thank you so much for coming on the show and spending time with us thank you uh, today. Oh, thanks for having me, man. You know? yeah. Thanks for having us. Um, thank you to the audience out there who's been watching and been supporting with your your awesome comments in the chat. Uh, well, very supportive. Uh, thank you so much, Brian Long. Brian Long popped in earlier uh, to to say, "Wow, how soon we forget that a time uh, a bunch of aliens locked down the Earth." Uh, <laughs> he was talking about maximum security that Trevor was talking yeah. about earlier. Uh, Brian Long had popped in. Uh, we I see young opiate out there. Uh, asking if we could talk about CM Punk. And I was like, we're talking about Spider-Man today. So we talked about Spider-Punk, you know, like... Mentioned uh, I, I, I forget, Soups yeah. was uh, watching for a little bit. Right, 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 right. So thank you to everybody who, who was watching, who is watching, who's listening. If you're watching us live, you are watching us on any one of our multiple live streams. Sure, we got YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, but our main live stream platform is volume.com. It's our special streaming platform uh, uh, brought to you by volume.com that uh, uh, is about uh, performances, uh, 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 singers, musicians, geek ni uh, niche geek shows, as I like to call us. Uh, we are on volume.com. They love us. We love them. Uh, definitely want to support them. Volume.com slash the Keeg show is where you can find the Keeg on volume.com. Um, sometimes you can catch these shows live, and it's awesome when you can do that, but sometimes you have to watch it in uh, uh, when we post it up or listen to the podcasts. Our podcasts are everywhere you can get podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We are all over uh, so definitely wherever you guys want to digest us, uh, digest us wherever, click like, click follow, thumbs up, you know, do that sort of thing. Uh, Vicky out there says, we three the Keeg, but she meant to put a heart. So it's like, <laughs> we, and then so like, I, I get it. I got it. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Vicky for that. Uh, before we get going, I want to know what your social media is like out loud. If you could spell it and say it and whatever, tell us where, uh, they can find you, what you got coming up, any plugs that you want to do. Uh, Trevor, I'll let you, I'll let you go first. Um, yeah, my social media is Trevor Copter on all platforms. It's like a helicopter for Trevor's. Um, but, uh, yeah, I actually, I have something to, uh, finally plug, I never have stuff to plug, but I've uh, been working on this uh, game show on Instagram called Game Show Ready. You'll find us at GameShowReady.com uh, as the website. You can find us on Instagram at uh, Game Show Ready. And we do shows uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday uh, at 6 o'clock um, Pacific Standard Time. So it's a lot of fun. We do is um, we select random members of our audience, uh, people watching the live stream. We'll pick uh, random people, and you play. Uh, you have to get through six different games, six different challenges, and you can win a thousand dollars if you do. Um, and so I've been with them for uh, a couple of weeks now, and it's been a, a lot, a lot of fun. We just had our one year anniversary. Um, did a show at the Federal in North Hollywood with legendary but problematically sexist Bob Eubanks. <laughs> like the guy's 80 and he was hosting, he hosted the newlywed game show in the 70s. And so yeah. basically every single woman who was 
who participated in the game is like, what's the craziest place you've had, Whoopi? Uh, and so <laughs> he was a little like, oh, it's like, okay, I'm glad we have moved forward as a society past all this, but yeah. Um, but he, he was, he was still like, the guy's a pro, like, that was the crazy thing. It's just like, we have some people who are like hosting and it's just like, it's not necessarily their bag. It's just a gig. And then you see someone like Bob Eubanks, who's like doing it professionally for years. The guy just like pulls stuff out of you, knows how to talk, always has an anecdote. Um, it's really crazy to see like a pro at that level at work on an Instagram live game show. <laughs> like this guy's yeah. been on network TV for decades yeah. and he's bringing the same uh, weight that he would to one of those shows. So yeah, yeah, at Game Show Ready, I am at Trevor Copter and those are my plugs. Okay, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Trevor. Uh, thank you. Uh, I came up with a joke and then I forgot it, so I got nothing. Um, so thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Is a simple thank you, I think. Uh, uh, Wednesday pull is out there. Lex uh, is from the podcast Wednesday Pull List. Uh, amazing podcast. He's an amazing guest. He was on Comic Talk multiple times. Um, if you guys are out there and you're wondering, like, how do I keep up with it, uh, uh, the, the Keeg and what the Keeg has, uh, you can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at the Keeg Show. And then on our Instagram stories, I do little countdown time clock things. You can click on that and get it to notify you when we go live if you want to do it that way. Or I think you can sign up for like an email thing through volume. And when we go live, it notifies you. So there's bunch of different ways that you can stay notified but even if you're dropping in at the tail end uh thank you so much for dropping in uh ben yes. what, what's your social media plugs what you got coming up okay yeah um you guys can find me on tiktok at shooby dubert it should be written down there and it is spelled correctly this time yay but, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yes that that is how you spell it shooby dubert uh kind of like scooby-doo but with a bird at the end of it and um, you guys can also follow my podcast. It's called Comic Comedians. You can find it everywhere on anchor.fm slash comic comedy, or you can follow me on Instagram at comic comedy podcast. Uh, for the past couple of weeks, I have been a little lazy about getting it, but I just did an interview with Theories with, by Terrell. We, we basically talked about our the upcoming What If show. I basically interviewed him. Super, super cool guy. And we are going to yeah. be talking about the Suicide Squad Uh either tomorrow or next week um i'm not for sure I, i'm a little late on it but it's because i've been moving and, and all that crap and then i have school as well on top of that but yeah, yeah you guys can follow me at comic comedy podcast or at shooby dubert on both instagram or tiktok um i do most of my stuff on shooby dubert on tiktok most of my podcast on instagram so okay yeah. and you guys can check out the keeg show yeah, you guys gotta check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thanks so much for that plug. Uh, uh, we had Terrell, um, I had Terrell on the show a couple days ago because he's in England, so we have to do very yeah, specific times that. and days. I listened to it. Uh, the tight, the Titans one. Yeah, I listened to it. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We we're talked about the British government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but it was, uh, it's always cool to have uh, Terrell on here. But forget about Terrell. Terrell's great. Lex is great. But Ben and Trevor are the uh, soup du jours, you know? No, Terrell is awesome. One of the most awesome guys. Uh, uh, but forget about them. Ben and Trevor are the soup du jours. 
today. So thank you guys so much, Ben and Trevor, uh, for coming on. Uh, for anyone out there who could see their social media, who remembers their social media, like definitely go follow them because uh, you guys do great work, you know. Uh, and you just are awesome people. But once again, yes, uh, please follow us on social media at the, the Keeg Show. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, uh, uh, any podcast channels that you got, because we uh, are trying to stay up to date with our podcast and getting our live streams into podcast form and putting yeah. that out there. And uh, we've been doing a pretty good job with that. So um, thank you guys so much for being an audience. Thank you guys so much for being a guest. Uh, that's the end of the show. This was uh, us talking about Spider-Man with Ben Schubert and Trevor Reese. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been The Keeg Live. Take care, everybody. Peace out. See you guys. Super fast, gotta beat the boss and get the loot, cause it's the king.